Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 333 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host, would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I feel like we have a lucky number for the show today. The episode, it's like an angel number. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Uh, in, what, in what context? Like, like a, because the, all the numbers are the same? I don't know. I just yeah. know that a lot of people on the, the witch talk on yeah. TikTok think that angels use repeated numbers to send you secret messages. Steve Ryman in the chat says 333 is only half evil. Oh, is it evil? Well, because 666 is evil, so therefore 333 is half evil. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, and today's episode is way different from yesterday's episode because they, our guests switched sides of the yes. table. <laughs> yes, they're, they're in different shots. You can see it here. Look, look they're in different spots there. They, yes. It's <laughs> Hannah Claire and Dane today again. Hi, Hannah Claire. Oh, hey. How are you guys? Good. How are you doing? I'm back. Yeah, I'm good. How are you guys? It's been a long time since we saw you. It's been hours yeah. and hours, really. Uh, <laughs> I think that we don't see each other all the time. Busy good. day? Yeah, I mean, it's a kind of crazy news week. As you I like that you can know. see both laptops in your I know. shot. <laughs> one is the pop culture crisis laptop, and then one is my uh, work laptop. It's, it's not laptop. quite the same as Carter's. Who, Carter like unloads a bunch of equipment when he comes here, and it looks like a space station. Yes, like, he has next a to... spaceship control panel <laughs> yeah. in front of him He's every prepared, time. man. He is. Uh, and Dane is here as well, my friend. Hello. I'm here with the ankle cam. Yes, uh, be careful. Uh, you don't want to show oh, yeah. too much. No, I want to show them puppies. You're an engaged man. You should probably talk to your lady mm. about this. We're open about it. Seems inappropriate to me. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine. Just charge. Make sure you charge. You Got to make your make your bag, King. Yeah, you guys better be showing out in the super chats because of the Dane ankle cam today. <laughs> exactly. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. The the Victoria Alonso situation has kind of continued to evolve. Uh, a lot of channels are covering it. I just want to make it more of an overview of why you never hire activists. It's it's a, a good rule to live by, whether you're Disney, Warner Brothers, or any company. So we're going to talk about the exit of Victoria Alonso, 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 the potential lawsuits, Kevin Feige, all that stuff. We are going to talk about the impending layoffs that are going on at Disney. It's It's been between between Victoria Alonso, layoffs, Jonathan Majors, this is Disney's no good, very bad week, uh, last week and a half, I think. So we're going to talk about that. We are also going to talk about the trial of the century, if it was uh, if it was up to the mainstream media. They're loving this Gwyneth Paltrow case that nobody else seems, they can't seem to get I'm people. Loving it. Mary's loving it. Mary's loving it. What do you mean? Like, I'm saying, but they're, I they're saw trying this to... case that was like uh, in a case whiter than Mitt Romney at a male convention. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> wealthy doctor says he couldn't case wine after being oh, hit yeah. by Gwyneth Paltrow on skiing. <laughs> he was a sommelier and now he's lost his sense of smell. I just love it. Like, <laughs> it just gets whiter as the sentence goes on. And I'm honestly, I'm proud of my culture, you know? But it's like rich doctor, wine tasting, famous actress, skiing. Did he really say that? Or is that, that was a meme? My, I hope that I was a meme. I think that he did. I don't think he's a sommelier. I think he said like, 
after that they were that, supposed to no. go wine tasting and he imagine like it. being a former sommelier who got in a ski accident that made He's your not, sense of smell I don't go think away i just think he meant like we had this vacation planned and she ruined it for me i was supposed to do fun I mean, things i thought the quote was that, that he, real. he couldn't enjoy it yeah. So oh, it's not even that he can't taste it. It's that he, he, when he's drinking wine, he's like, oh, what is Paltrow? Oh. He's so It is an extremely yeah. wild. I said, like, there was the picture of her looking really disapproving, and, it, and I just said, like, it looks like somebody just mixed up Chateau and Chalet. Like, it is. It is. Like, that's what it looks like. She's like, she knows the difference because she's rich and, and uh, nimby. In a case so. whiter than Mitt Romney yeah, and Mayo. Ex <laughs> exactly. So we're going to talk about that. The, the media loves it. I think they're trying to make it like the Johnny Depp of this year, and they're just like, it's not hitting the same way. Way, but it's we'll better. It. It's, it's lower <laughs> it's stakes. Yes, it's, it's better because it's lower stakes. Yeah, it's uh, so we're going to get into that. And we're also going to talk about this actress from the television show, You, who has decided that in order to fight sexism, sexualization, and objectification, she was going to post a, a nude selfie in the mirror. So, you know, yep. women problems. It's, you know, that, it's a thing. Because that makes sense. Cap. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. Uh, we got a bunch of other stuff to get into. So if you're ready, Mary, we can get right into it. Are you ready? Let's go. Dana, you ready? Yep. Anna Claire. I'm ready. All right. So to get started, I actually want to start us off on some bad news, and then I've got oh. a little bit of good news. So the first little bit of bad news, guys, is they've added the main, the main stars to Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel, and that is unfortunately Kamel Nanjiani and Pat Oswald. So remember, I, I talk a lot here about the idea of separating art from artist. Given how much I really enjoyed the first Ghostbusters Afterlife, you're going to have to really learn how to separate the art from the artist given Pat Oswald is Pat Oswald and Camille Nanjiani's the guy who started talking about how, you know, it's no longer just about masculinity or toxic masculinity, he started trashing traditional masculinity and he's why are, just Why are you anti Pat Oswald if I can ask? Cuz he's Pat Oswald. He's a bitch. He's awful. Why? Like he's, he's just I literally know very little <laughs> about him Sorry. other than his wife was like very into that, true crime and yeah. she had like a big role in the Golden Case killer he's, thing. Uh, he's annoyingly political on, on social media and he's just it's like when you see a guy with that punchable of a face like you're like you're like annoying. what politics yeah. like he just like he was very TDS very heavy mm, TDS okay. at a time when it was just it was very fashionable to do so but in general uh, oh also he denied he, Chappelle he, he took post, a picture yes, he with posted him. a picture with Dave Chappelle and then people are like oh my god I can't believe you take he's a like, picture with a transphobe <laughs> and they were like he's like hey guys I'm sorry I'm sorry because he's, yeah. he's a whiny bitch mm. so he said Sucks. Uh, so you're going to have to let those two go. I will give him credit about one thing. He was in an absolutely tragic and highly underrated episode of the show Dollhouse that actually has a story kind of similar to what happened to his wife in that, like, in the show Dollhouse, you can, like, basically people have their minds, people who work for this company have their minds wiped, and you can upload somebody's consciousness mm -hmm. into this person. And he was a widow whose wife died, and every year on their anniversary, he would have one of the, one of the blanks, ha uh, his wife's consciousness uploaded to it so he could spend the day with her. And it was oh actually, God. like, a really good, like, sci-fi episode in the middle of like a it was like a good high like high concept sci-fi episode in the middle of what would have been normally considered pulp sci-fi mm -hmm. so he he did that good so i but i just i don't want him anywhere near ghostbusters bring paul rudd back I, i'd rather have paul rudd yeah so, no paul rudd uh i i don't know if he's going to be involved but they said uh, yeah no he's gonna be back and carrie coon will be back because obviously carrie coon has to be back because she's the the child's mother so uh, and also, it's it really is. It's the kid. It was the kid that that led that movie. That was the one that 
carried that whole thing on her tiny little shoulders. If, if she if it didn't work with her, it wouldn't have worked McKenna out. Grace, she was, right? Yeah, McKenna Grace. She was on screen for like 80% of the movie. So as long as she's in it and they limit Pat Oswalt as much as possible. Like if I had to choose between the two, Camille Nanjiani maybe fits in that world better. Well, I don't know. if an actor has yeah. TDS and is still able to act well... Yeah. It doesn't really matter. No, no, it doesn't. I, I'm whining now, but as you know, well, like when we watch these movies, we have to ignore a yeah. lot, and that's mm -hmm. that's fine. But you know, Pat Oswalt sucks, so I can still say that. Uh, and I've got a little bit of good news in the in this context. If you guys remember the video, uh, "Hide Your Kids, Hide Your Wife," the one, yeah, that, I do, amazing, yeah, amazing. Iconic. Well, how can we forget? Antoine Dodson has given the go ahead for white people to use black memes. Thank you. He says it's it's good. You're good. Okay. Like uh, you know, what is he, he up to these days. He, you know, he got into real estate, and now he's got uh, a he's he's okay. selling alcohol. He's got like a he's got a, a logger company. Hustling. Yes, he's got his own business and everything like that. He made Entrepreneur. like he made a bunch of money off of that. Like the kids who made that video ended up getting in contact with them, and he, he did well off that off the sales of that. Yeah. I love also, that. Also, real estate seems like a perfect like fit for him. Yeah, yeah, like hide your kids. It's not safe here, but you know where it is safe over here. I'll tell you <laughs> exactly. I love that. Yeah. Exactly. So basically, he said that. When he goes to these events, he just says, he goes, he literally says, white people pay better. <laughs> he's, I'll, I'll read his quote. He says, he says, he doesn't really do black sponsored engagements because it doesn't compare to the treatment he might get from whites, as he puts it. If white people are, the are only out to make him a punchline for their amusement, they're going to expensive lengths to do so. Obviously, we all know that CNN introducing the like meme segregation debate again is a race hustle beyond, you know, above and beyond all the race hustles. The digital blackface. Digital blackface, yeah. Discussion. Yeah, uh, which is a couple years old. They actually incredibly outdated. It. Yeah, they've reintroduced that because CNN's like, it's been this many days since we've tried to destroy the fabric of society. Like, there's, there's no news today. Let's just race hustle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also heard, I, I can't confirm this because I didn't have time to look it up, that apparently that that whole case like that that was based on was like, that was actually the girl's boyfriend. That was in the in the house. Who broke like, into our house. Like, well, like that, like, huh? and then they said that it, that's what happened because she was uh, she didn't want to admit that she had her boyfriend there. Somebody would have to fact check me on that. I re I vaguely remember reading that when I was okay. doing a deep dive in this board. But yeah, my I wanted to do a fact check on that. You my could my be memories, right. my memories. They also remember being days. like her kid was with her and all yeah. kinds of things yeah. that like make that story very strange. In in more good news, ladies and gentlemen, Cocaine Bear got to officiate a wedding. No. <laughs> Yes. Incredible. This is the authentic cocaine bear themed wedding. Uh, yeah. It says, uh, it says uh, TMZ broke the story that Kentucky natives Alexandra and Armando were set to say I do on Monday at, in Kansas City. Uh, and then basically, yeah, you can see the picture there. He's got the, the top hat on. And they said, uh, uh, Why is there Pablo a rainbow Escobar. flag in the background? That's a very good question. I have this no idea. This is a straight couple. <laughs> yes, I, but you know, I have no idea. You never know these days. You never know. I just, guess you're just being allies, you yep. know? Yeah. <laughs> never a wrong time to support, I guess. Yep. Allies to bears. It oh. said, bears. They said Cocaine Bear even dressed up for the monumental occasion, swapping out his raccoon skin headwear for a top hat. Classy move. I like it. I think it'd be cool if people did have bears at their weddings. Just like Li live bears. domestic bears. Do you ever see those videos of people in, in Russia who have like yeah. oh, domesticated yeah. bears? It's the best. And then everyone replies to it being like, this is abusive. No, you know no, what they do to those bears in the circus. I think the bear could leave if yeah. it wanted to. If it really wanted to go, it probably could. The bear's outside. It could just leave if it wanted. Are they going to yeah. go bring it back? I don't probably. think so. The also, all those headlines are always like, meanwhile in Russia. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's like a well, couple hugging a bear in their living room. The other video I like, I, I, I keep seeing it. I don't know how viral it is, but it's this girl, like she's filming from her uh, back door or whatever, and she lives in some woodsy area with a lake, and she's like, hi, Mr. Bear. Thank you for not 
hurting my kayak and the bear looks at her and then walks directly to the kayak and like flips it over and she's like please no don't uh, kayak and the bear's like no immediately no. you gotta send me that he's like yeah i'll find it uh, it keeps getting like suggested to me and i like it because it's like she was thanking him for something and it like put put the idea in his head also how could he possibly know what a kayak is my, my favorite is video is a guy jumping on a trampoline another guy hitting a uh like a boxing bag and then a bear eating honey what? It's yeah, it's just that. It's it all in that. the same video. Yeah, it's a guy like. Uh, uh, uh. Is it called non sequitur? It's just a bunch of things that have nothing to do with one another. I like it. I it's like it. That's the way my, that's the way my brain. Reminds works. me of Ray William Johnson from Equals Three. Oh my God, were you even alive by, for that? I was alive and probably shouldn't have been allowed to watch it, but I did. Mary, <laughs> who, uh, who who like wasn't allowed to watch Disney princesses, but still yeah. watched Ray William He's, Johnson you know, because I, you know the internet was just new territory. I mean, he cracked the internet. Yeah, he, he really figured did. It out, uh -huh. in what yeah, way? in what way? How would you explain? You, He's literally the first reaction channel uh -huh. ever. Yep. He, Even he, before like the he did meme review before meme review. Yeah, he's literally meme review. Uh huh. All right. I miss him. Legend. All right. I got a couple of other small announcements here. Questlove from The Roots, if you like The Roots, uh, he's going to direct a live action hybrid adaptation of the Aristocats. Do you remember the Aristocats? Yeah, I love it. It's classic. Yeah, it's like a terrible they're, they're gonna... idea, and I hate it. So the question is, is they, are they <laughs> yeah. going to make the humans like it'd be funny if they made the cats live action, but the humans animated? Yeah, because the Whoa. human the human cats movie was so great. I yes. definitely <laughs> it was so like not visually scarring. Yeah. Why? Why? Do I we love have, that idea though. Why do we have to do this? Like, why do we have to Disney? remake good things? I don't understand. The Aristocats is a classic. I think other than the time that they like re-released it like with enhanced color or whatever they did it was probably still vhs like let's just leave it alone it's a classic show your kids this version well most people also, probably can't he just come up with his own thing why does he have to do this well he won an award <laughs> he won an oscar for best documentary last year and that's what got him this job what well, uh, it's not a documentary it's a movie about cartoon cats yeah but it was a, it was a documentary about music and there's gonna be music in the in the new one that i know is, that is music grasping for straws that is the most ridiculous you're like saying this is such a matter of fact way like it makes sense and it, it just does doesn't. not make sense i hope hannah claire <laughs> becomes famous and then plenty of she gets a documentary plenty of docu plenty of filmmakers go from documentaries to it's a documentary about music and so therefore i gave him a job as a person creating elevators because they have music in them exactly like what are you talking about there's no connection directing is directing if you're creating you can still figure it out. This it's does not medium. need to happen, Brett. You can't defend it. I'm not defending it happening. I'm explaining to you Disney's thought process. That doesn't make tramp. any yeah. sense. This is why Disney's terrible. Yeah. Well, we're going to be we're, today, and they're going to pay for that today, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go ahead and get right into it. We, we like, had this guy who was an amazing Italian chef, so we gave him a fish market because we figured close enough. Exactly. Brett, so, we, you're forgetting cringe of the day. Oh, oh man. I'm going to have to brace myself for this one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me let me double check and make sure uh, I can find it here. Did I did I take that one down? I no, sent it to I you. No, I have it here. Okay, guys. Um, Brett really didn't want to I, do this one. I have a hard time <laughs> with music cringe. Bad singing cringe is one of those things that just, it hurts me to my soul because I just feel bad for them. So let's go ahead and yeah. listen to this. All right. So. And sometimes I go out by myself. Slow down. <laughs> and I look across the water. Say all the words. Don't cut the words off. Since you've been around. <laughs> What is this? American Idol. Okay. 
Is she being coached in this or was that an audition? This is an auditioning. <sighs> I, I'm completely understanding Katy Perry's. I, just I can't do react. It, See, I sort of like. Wait, go to the just go to the stop. replies <laughs> and <laughs> click on that one. This one? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally that meme. <laughs> I just I can't. Uh, that is, uh, I feel I, I, uncomfortable with that whole thing. But that's the point of Grinch. Bad Day. bad music just feels I mean, feels mean. Yeah, I was gonna say that was like the original point of watching the American Idol's audition. Yeah, the they always auditions. had like the good ones, but then they had so many bad or weird or uncomfortable ones. We always wanted the bad ones, not the good ones. I didn't want the bad ones. And in the chat, they're saying, "What the hell is Katy Perry wearing?" Yeah, she I mean, trying to be like a youth teen over here with move. her semi-western well, What is the, the person auditioning wearing? She's wearing something ridiculous, too. Katy She's Perry's wearing like, like a robe with feathers on it. Trying to get famous from singing, guys. We can't expect anything else. Katy Perry's like moo, and this lady's like... Why like, is she barefoot? That, that, that might that's a great question. point. That's a fantastic She's dressed that like point. she just hopped out of bed. That seems like a health hazard to me. That's, uh, that's all I'm saying. Seems yeah. like a health hazard. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, now that Hannah Claire has made her point known that Disney is an awful company, we are going to continue talking about Disney's no good, very bad week. Uh, first, it was Jonathan Majors. Now we've got Victoria Alonzo, which has all been playing out over the last couple of weeks. Uh, basically, what has happened is she breached her contract uh, producing a movie called Argentina, uh, Argentina 1985 and 2022 it was it took years to produce before that uh and she wanted to she wanted to make this movie disney said you can't make this movie she made it anyways they renegotiated her contract let her make it they said but you can't promote the movie she promoted it anyways and now she's usually using her identity status her her various identity characteristics as a bludgeon in the media to try and get disney to pay out to her because they did not pay out upon firing her were they just mad because it was being being produced by Amazon Studios because it wasn't the Disney. She in, well, in her she's contract, in she's, contract. Yeah, she's in breach of contract. They're she's not totally not being unreasonable in that. No, one. they're being completely reasonable in this in in this case. But they even after okay. she did this, they renegotiated the contract in a way that would allow her to do it and said, "But you can't be a visible and promote part, it." Yeah. yeah, but she just said, "The hell with you guys. I'm promoting it anyways." Well, this is what her attorney said to the Hollywood Reporter. The idea that Victoria Alonso was fired over a handful of press interviews relating to a personal pr passion project about human rights and democracy. Okay, this is already preachy. Yep. That was nominated for an Oscar. Again, why does Disney? Why would that? Why the hell? Like, that would not help Disney. It's help. It's nominated for an Oscar that we won't get credit for, <laughs> yeah. and which she got Disney's blessing to work on only after she was in breach yeah. of contract is absolutely ridiculous. Victoria, a gay Latina who had the courage to criticize Disney, was silenced. <laughs> then she was terminated when she refused to do something she believed was reprehensible. Disney and Marvel made a really poor decision that will have serious consequences. There's a lot more to this story, and Victoria will be telling it shortly in one form or another. In another documentary. Yes, about yeah. her. Well, she's got a book coming out. Well, yes, oh I, I didn't realize this, but she has a memoir that's coming out later this year called uh, Possibility is Your Superpower. Uh, <laughs> Could you, you be more uh, uh, precious yes. and sentimental? Yeah. It's almost nauseating. <laughs> also, guys, before we continue, could you hit the like button on this video and subscribe to this channel, please? Thank you very much. And remember, we will read, uh, we will interrupt any and all discussions, no matter how in-depth they may be to read your $20 Super yes. Chats if you do have them. Uh, she also, one of the big things they point out is that she was very critical of Bob Chapek for not doing enough 
during the D- Disney's initial igni- like well, ignoring it, of don't say gay. It's easy for you to say that from the sidelines. Exactly. You know, so yeah. I guess she said this at the GLAAD Awards last year. Yes. If you're a member of the LGBTQIA community and you work at the Walt Disney Company, the last two or three weeks have been a sad event, referring to the uh, don't say gay bill. I've asked Mr. Chapek for courage in a 45-minute sit-down. I asked him to look around and truly, if what we sell is entertainment for the family, we don't choose what family. Family is this entire room. Family is the family in Texas, Arizona, Florida, and in my family, in my home. So I ask you again, Mr. Chapek, please respect, if we're selling family, take a stand against all these crazy outdated laws. Take a stand for family. Stop saying that you tolerate us. Nobody tolerates me, let me tell you that. Well, they don't. <laughs> That's a Freudian. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Slip if I ever heard one. You tolerate the heat in Florida, the humidity in Arizona or Florida. <laughs> it's not it's not, not humid in Arizona. The dryness in Arizona and Texas. And you tolerate a tantrum in a two-year-old. This is literally what you're doing, chick. But you don't tolerate us. We deserve the right to live, love, and laugh. Sorry, to have. More importantly, we deserve an origin story. What does, what that, does that even mean? mean? I don't know. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean anything. I think she's saying because, like, the bill, which is actually the parental yeah. bill of rights, is saying you're not supposed to teach, uh, like, political history, basically. Yeah. Like, she's saying you're not say- letting us say where gay people come from and therefore you're bigoted. If you can tolerate a tantrum from a two year old, she asks, why not tolerate a tantrum from me, a 52 year old? Yep. Uh, raising the stakes even further, a Disney spokesperson fired back at, uh, at her attorney's claim, saying it's unfortunate that Victoria is sharing a narrative that leaves out several key factors concerning her departure, including an indisputable breach of contract and a direct violation of company policy. The spokesperson told the time they said we will continue to wish her best for her future and thank her for her numerous contributions to the studio. While they're like, just like, you know, Disney's like with their unending just parade of lawyers. No, I think it's funny because like, they have to be like, yeah. they put this position where they like have to protect and praise certain people no matter what so even though they're like she 110 percent violated the contract that we negotiated for her after she violated her original contract but anyway she's really contributed and we're very grateful to have worked with her (laughs) like it's such a bizarre position to be in i mean i i don't understand how she justified it right like She's, her well, saying she's a gay she's Latina like, she's making gay a Latina. passion project that got an Oscar. Yeah. Or sorry, yeah, was nominated thing, for like, an Oscar. If she felt like this was her passion project and it was getting that much attention, like then leave Disney. Be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. in violation of contract. I'll see you guys later. I can't stay here. Whenever someone has the confidence to be the, this outwardly stupid, I'm always like astounded. Yeah. Well, she's made a lot of money and I'm sure she's got more than enough to cover her stupidity. But what they're saying here basically is that she can pretend it's about being silenced. She can pretend it's about this and that. What it comes down to is money. They fired her without pay. I love the idea also that when you're at a certain tax bracket, you're just expected to get a severance package. Like most people, when you get fired, 
fired, you you get fired without pay. But when you're part of her contract. when you're a Disney executive, uh, you're gonna usually get a severance package of some sort. But if she's I in think breach that of contract, she'll be just fine. Yeah, uh, it says it. Uh, Puck News says uh, Beyond Glazier uh, dropping a headline generation bomb on Friday that a gay Latina was silenced for speaking out against her company's handling of Florida's Don't Say Gay bill. It's simply a money fight. But that's not really what it was. No, it's right? not. What is what is interesting? This article points out is that Disney could have simply ended the battle by paying Alonzo, uh, but Dis- Disney chose not to do that she's just weaponizing her, her sexuality yeah. and her nationality i mean she is telling you she's definitely reinforcing the point that if you're the first one to control the narrative you're gonna win right yeah. this is about disney basically uh they're implying disney's homophobic by silencing this this gay person when actually she's in complete violation of her contract yeah. and it has nothing to do with her sexuality at all it has to do with the fact that she is not supposed to be doing certain things by the bounds of her agreement with the company. One of the other thing that was interesting that was pointed out in the in the Puck News article is that they say that she never had much power at Disney, that that was kind of a facade. They said uh, she had a habit of belittling, belittling behavior towards vendors and relentless self-promotion, which is everybody. No, this the, girl, yeah, self-promotion? I know, I know, right? But also uh, they said she would blacklist anyone who crossed her or opposed yeah. her in any way. I don't know what that means exactly. But... Are you saying that a gay Latina woman is... Emotionally unstable and catty. They just what? can't even understand. <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually- you're, you're telling me this woman behaves super emotionally and vindictively. I just can't put it together. I don't see it. I why. just think that's crazy. It's why you know toxic males are actually make better CEOs. Look at Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon was a horrible human being who would do business with anybody, no matter how bad they had talked about each other in the past. If you could make the company money, there was a possibility you were coming back to do business mm-hmm. with WWE. It doesn't matter what you said. Like you could have said the most heinous things about Vince, his daughter, his wife. As long as you were going to bring them a profit. He didn't care. Like, you're coming back, yeah. uh, and, and they will bring you back. I just don't know if Victoria Alonso would have been able to behave with the same kind of ruthless capitalist aggression. No, she can't. Uh, I mean, if she really thought this project was worth it, she would have been able to see, hey, if I think it's worth promoting, I'm going to lose out on this payout, right? Yeah. She could have, you know, tried to work out a deal where she leaves and she gets some kind of severance, but instead she's, like, thrown herself into this very strange mess yep. because... She decided she was above the rules. What's also interesting about this situation is she seems to, uh, I guess, have a level of contempt for the content that she was overseeing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I I wouldn't feel any differently, I guess, if I were head of the VFX department for Marvel and realized how soulless that content really is looking at it from the inside. But the fact that she has this passion project of hers on the side that is totally on the other uh, side of the the spectrum and it's like super, like takes itself super seriously uh, as like an art project. Um, Here's the problem. It's like she's trying to like ride uh, off of the the salary and the security of the vehicle that being an employee and executive at Disney gives her. But use it to make content that's nothing like what Disney would would fund or produce. And she's appearing at the Oscars not as a Marvel executive, but as 
the filmmaker of Argentina 1985. And as a woman. Which shows, it, oh, yes, and as a, a gay Latina. <laughs> which shows where her loyalties truly lie. It's yeah, also she's funny. just being entitled. Yeah. She thinks that she deserves the salary. Disney is lucky to have her. Marvel is lucky to have her. But also, she should be allowed to do whatever she wants. Her project should be more important than any legally binding agreement that she has. And her interests should always come first. And Disney should put their her interests <laughs> above their company, which is a ridiculous way to operate operate dude but i feel like this is the psychology of all the protected classes right now yeah. like anytime they any of them get any minor push it's like well yeah how, you're for, targeting me because of my identity which yeah. i am the you only one who's know. brought up in this conversation you have that safety net behind you if you act like this she was behaving uh this way doing multiple violations of her contract because she knew that she had this to fall back on, her identity to fall back but on. But they legitimately think that it's like the royal flush of arguments. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, well, minority. This is not new to Disney. Marvel Marvel Comics has their own version of Victoria Alonso named, named Sana Aminat, who's uh, very much in the same ca uh, in the same category. Never cared Maybe about the source material. Maybe they should be business partners. Yeah. Well, and this is probably not the first time, right? Like, she no. didn't just one day decide to do this one violation of contract. If we have this reputation of her as being difficult and vindictive, I suspect that she has conducted herself badly in the business for a long time. Yeah. This idea, like, what was she promoting the, uh, during all this self-promotion? She has put herself first at every turn. She's difficult to work with. Disney probably doesn't really want her around anyways. And then on top of that, she has no respect for the business that's theoretically supporting her. And they said that she clashed both with Kevin Feige and with Alan Bergman. And Alan Bergman is Kevin Feige's boss. And Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige was her boss. Alan Bergman was her boss, was his boss. But she hasn't like, been fired through any of this. And yeah. that's probably because they've been like, well, well, we gotta keep her around. There's a reason we have to keep her around. Yeah. And Chapek um, is Bergman's. Uh, well, not Chapek. How many anymore. degrees of been, separation? It would have been Iger. It would have been Iger after that. So yeah. So and so, Iger and then yeah. Chapek. No, no, Chapek's gone. So at that time, it would have been Chapek. Oh, but yeah, Chapek than Iger. But it would be Iger now when she was fired. Right. So yeah, uh, it's why you don't hire activists. I, I don't think it got them any good. Another thing that annoys me about like how you framed it, like she had her passion project, is that her job could easily be done by people who have a passion for the source material, mm -hmm. who could do an infinitely better job than she could. But they're not as fun and diverse as she but is. They, but they don't have the social <laughs> credit. They don't provide the social credit that she provides for them. So mm -hmm. it's a shame, but it's also like when companies get to be as big as Disney and Marvel are, which is an unwieldy force now, uh, you have to admit that there will, there's always probably going to be bad actors that end up working for these companies. But that's how it started, right? They got activists who would get in at mid-level positions, either in hiring. Activists. Like, it's she's self an activist. I think it's, no, I think it's just entitlement. No, I think she's I an think activist she, and, uh, and she's self-entitled. I think it, this is completely self-entitled. Like, it's so obvious that Disney's contract yeah. makes sense, right? Tons of companies have non-compete clauses. Like, not a big deal. They did her a favor by renegotiating it, even though yeah. she was already mm -hmm. in violation. And she thinks that whatever she's doing, she could be making a documentary on literal paint drying. And she would be like, the work that I'm doing is so important. <laughs> and as how could you do this to me, uh, a, a diverse woman of color? Like, it doesn't, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what... The causes is not about the activism, it's about the fact that she is doing it and she feels as though she should not be stopped. And that's like, to me, one of the issues that we have generally with the morality and modern culture, right? Yeah. Like self-entitlement is so rampant that you can't see 
where the boundaries of logic pen you in. And in like it's it's a lot of it's probably like ends justify the means. She's like, yes, I didn't get permission to to do this. Yes, I'm in but breach of my contract. But this story is so important but to it's be told by me. So important when the real answer should be yes, I didn't get permission to do this. Yes, this story is important. Therefore, I will quit my job mm -hmm. and go produce it because I actually believe in what I'm doing. But she's that would Argentinian, right? She's Argentine. Or Argentine. Argentine. Imagine the strength of doing that. Of like yeah. leaving the If marble. she was genuinely about that life, it's like, listen, this is so important well, for she's me. Like, putting this down, paycheck means nothing. Yeah, she's like putting down the superhero movies in the process of praising her own work. She mm -hmm. said, I've made a lot of stories about superheroes, and I've always wanted to tell a story about what happened in Argentina because I should have been one of those 30,000 people She's referring to the disappearance of 30,000 people under this dictatorship. And it's literally like, I don't think you would have been one of those 30,000 people. Uh, it's weird to wish that you had been, but realistically, based on your personality, you would have been one of the dictators or, or tyrants yeah. in this situation. That's exactly how you act, but on a smaller scale. I think if she felt like this story was important to her culturally, she felt like she identified with the missing people. Great. Super cool. Go work on that, right? Yeah. There's no reason that you should feel entitled to the salary and the job because of your identity, right? That, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Disney, but obviously any company that has a major project would expect the people who are working on it to be dedicated to it. They can't put their self-interest above the, the, the things that the company needs to get done. Yeah. And if you want to, that's fine. Just go independent or go work with uh, a producer that's really interested in producing that story. To say that like your project and your own self-promotion are more important than everyone else on the team who relies on you, because she's sort of a linchpin, it seems like, in this yeah. this uh, this universe of Marvel, they, or the structure of Marvel. Like, it's just so ridiculous to me. Well, what's funny about that is it has, uh, it has bad and unintended consequences, which is now released, uh, we found out that Disney is going to be laying off 7,000 people, and that process has just started. What it is- But, is they, there, but she thinks yeah. she should get a payout. Yes. She's happy for uh, people yes. to get a layoff, doesn't care about that. She does deserve money though, yes. even though she made this really important thing. Yeah, so, so they've started the process. They're looking to cut $5.5 billion by April 3rd for their next shareholder call. Yeah. And the first uh, department to go was the Next Generation Storytelling and Consumer Experience Group, wow. which is as redundant of a group as I could possibly okay, imagine wait. something so, sounding. Here's the importance of this story. Yeah. Okay, so companies typically, they so they see their years and quarters mm. and the fiscal year usually goes up to august i think that's when they that's like the end of the fiscal year and mm. usually the, the the first quarter of the other year is until it's, it's, december it's ends in september normally right and it goes next fiscal year that's how the government it, works at least. Oh, I, I don't know about the government, but I, I know like the, the nonprofits that I would work for, like they would end in, in August and then the the first quarter of the next fiscal year is up until December. So with my argument that it pro I say progressivism, but like wokeness is dying is that so the April then would be kind of like a third quarter or half quarter ish. Okay. Kind of review. And they're like, okay, so we're taking major hits, let go of all these jobs. If it doesn't pick up from that yeah. and they keep up this strategy with they which they probably will, yeah. because the, usually the content calendars for corporations like this are years uh, uh, planned. Yeah, 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 of course. 
after that, I'm telling you, will be like the end of wokeness, in my opinion, because when when you've done the admission of massive layoffs, mm-hmm. naturally it's because of like fiscal responsibility mm-hmm. and your Disney Plus isn't bringing in the numbers they wanted. No. The movies aren't bringing in the numbers they wanted. Me and Mary talk a lot about post-profit era. I think what we found, Mary, is actually something worse. It's not that it's a post-profit era. It's that it's a post-profit era where the only people that are going to end up losing their jobs are not the ones causing any of the problems. So people can make bad movies. Executives can make the decision to have bad movies made. All of those people will continue to move up while the people who run the lower end of the departments are all the ones that are going to get cut. The guy who runs this department... That's a messed up point. That's insane. The guy who runs this department, Mike White, who's been with Disney for 10 years, he's going to stay there. They said that he's likely to stay there. He'll get another position. Because they but kind the, of randomly assigned him there yeah. while they're shuffling people around. So, so the next generation storytelling and consumer experience group was essentially their metaverse group. They were looking yeah. to figure out ways in which they could incorporate the metaverse into physical Disney. Physical and digital worlds. Yes, they wanted to combine physical and digital worlds and that cost them about 50 jobs. But that's not it. They also said that the, the layoffs have begun with TV production and acquisitions, which means that media and entertainment divisions of Disney, obviously remember Disney is a large conglomerate with tons of departments, not all of which are media and television. Mm -hmm. The largest number of cuts are coming from media and television division, which have been leaderless without a head since November. Wow. So they're just kind of what I guess rudderless would be the term like flapping in the wind. They just pushed back all the Marvel shows. Maybe it is. Uh, I don't want to take a, I don't want to be, I don't want to laugh or, or enjoy something like this because I don't like the idea that the faceless people are losing their jobs. I don't know what those people believe. They're working for a company in house, but I it's, don't it's, know. I mean, you, are, are actions, we really losing that much value when we lose their metaverse department that they made to seem trendy? But I'm looking at the stock right now, and it's been, I mean, the the, the pattern is to they're going down. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not doing well. They, I mean, they're doing great, I, I guess, compared to a bunch of companies. But as a whole, they're not doing well. And, you know... That that point you made is really honestly chilling that some people can go give the company like this emotional and spiritual direction and other people pay the consequences. Mm-hmm. That's honestly disgusting. But you know, I feel like that needs to happen for the whole for the whole company then to reevaluate whatever it is they're doing. I mean, really I mean other companies will lose too. When your stock starts to drop, when you're not making money, when you have failed project, you go through your leadership and you come through and make changes, right? And Disney could do that and that would potentially not protect all of them, but would protect some of the people who are sort of more boots on the ground. They actually get stuff done as opposed to leading departments and having conceptual ideas, right? Mm. Um, But I think initially, also like a lot of other companies, they're going to try and cut their budgets to keep those top leadership positions in place because they see them as having some sort of value, right? right. Well, this- uh, yeah, like long-term connection to a company is big for executives, right? Because they've they've built uh, relationships inside the company and out that help value, you know, that add value to their job resume. I don't think all executives are useless, but no, no, I'm saying the I'm Disney, saying to them the opposite. They, well, they, but, they see them as extremely valuable, but not all of them are extremely valuable, no. right? I mean, for every executive who is valuable, there are probably five workers that are. Yeah are definitely valuable. And so mm. it seems hard that the pattern of layoffs to cut 
you know, people who are newest or people who uh, are in departments that, you know, like, I don't care if they cut the metaverse department. That seems like a great idea. Metaverse is stupid. I think we should <laughs> all note that metaverse is the first thing on the chopping block because we don't actually need metaverse. Like yeah. when you're going through a, place, a phase where you have to be more careful what you're spending, you let go of the things that are not necessities first. Uh, I just think there are probably executives that could also step down because large scale companies have so much bureaucracy, right? Like yeah. it's not even like the executive, it's the executive and then the vice executive under him yeah. and then the vice executive secretary. And I hate to be mean to that person, but like that whole trio doesn't need to be there. Let's actually watch the video of the metaverse employee to prove to you what bureaucracy looks like at well, Fortune this was 500. A Facebook, it was Facebook, but meta uh, but person. it's this oh, is what Iron you're Man? talking. This is what you're talking about when you talk about uh, overt bureaucracy from these companies. So let's let's go ahead and watch this here. This was uh, I think this was posted the other day. So volume on. Experience at Meta and how I hated it and how they fired me after six months. The number one question I get is why did I get fired? I I feel like I have to talk about this at least once a quarter, so here we go. I started Meta at, was it September, October of 2021? It was cool, I was like, oh my god, I love social media. I didn't have a following then, I didn't even have a TikTok. After I started my job at Meta, I posted a TikTok about Meta and my benefits. I would always see these day in the life videos and they'd be so cool, like people going into the Google office. And what oh they were eating. God. And I worked remotely, I so I didn't have like girl free food and all that other stuff. I had a really amazing benefits package. Did you hear that? She didn't get free food, guys. Yeah. That's too bad. Oh, oh crap. Yeah, that's all right. Based. I can go you back. accidentally clicked on there. <laughs> Let's watch that video instead. Yeah. So I made a TikTok. It just happened to go viral. It was like maybe my third TikTok I've ever made. And I usually never talked about work before this. And I never talked about and recruiting. All three TikToks. Work. And I thought that was obvious. So anyways, I talk about benefits at Meta and it goes viral. And then I get a bunch of questions. People think it's like an ad for Meta to work there. I was just sharing my benefits because they give you $4,000 in baby cash. If you have a baby, what? they will give you $4,000. I just thought that was crazy. And they gave you at the time $3,000 for childcare reimbursement, which for childcare is nothing, but it's also better than nothing. You know what I mean? Three grand. Anyways, so it went viral. A lot of people who worked at Meta saw it. It wasn't a big deal. They were like, oh my God, I loved your video until it was a big deal. And then they stopped loving my video. She made $190,000 a year and Brother. they didn't put her in any projects for the first six months. She well, was, what they did she was, was hired they, they hired her as a recruiter on yes. a team of recruiters and then put in a hiring freeze immediately after they started. Yeah. So they literally had nothing to do but onboarding programs where you watch a bunch of pre-recorded videos about like diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah. And Guys. DC, <laughs> the entire area is that. Yeah, it's just people charging like two thousand dollars for having lunch with you and being like, "Well, it sounds very complicated what you just said. Let me think about it, and we'll discuss it in our next meeting where we shall also have lunch." And she, I'll say it's complicated. This it's lady in this, in this video says, "Like I didn't know what I was doing, and my manager didn't know what she was doing either, and neither neither of us knew what we were doing." You're Based. literally wasn't her manager also <laughs> a new hire? Yes. Yeah. Why are we meeting? We're not hiring nobody. Just to hear how everybody else wasn't hiring anybody. And also, I was on a team where everybody was new, so none of us were hiring anybody. Oh we were all just, like, trying to figure out things. None of us knew the answers to. $190,000 a year. It is kind Insane. of interesting that they're like, yeah, we weren't hiring anybody, so we did nothing. Like, wouldn't you then want to meet with heads of departments and be like, so when, when and if we lift this hiring freeze, like, what do you need? Wouldn't you want to know, like, what benefits are being offered? Like, it, it seems like... 
it's sort of on them that they did nothing if that makes sense it like, just makes her look bad if this is her professional tiktok profile where she makes content about being in the workforce and her job and her expertise and yeah, stuff. It just it makes her seems look like, terrible. It seems like, like, I get it. You can't actually literally hire someone, but then maybe this is time to like review the employee so handbook. this is or, what Disney is likely going to be doing now. Yeah. They're like, how many of these people are just hired to sit around and but do nothing? I will say, it sounds like she's so. framing it as like, actually then my, like, is she, it, does she, I didn't watch the whole video, yeah. but like, does she imply at the end that like, because she made this video, she got fired? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Because no, she does mention she gets laid off or something, yeah. right? And yeah. so like, girl, of course you got laid off. You were in a hiring freeze, but also you didn't spend any energy trying to, you know, figure out ways to help the company, yeah. right? If we ever yeah. try to hire someone whose public policy is that they enjoy this day in the life videos, You're I will fired. do everything in my power to get this person fired. Oh. I don't care about day in life Everything in my power. I don't care about day in life videos. Me and Mary uh, just secretly watch those all day long up here. But they're just yeah. like all, wow. if it's all just like, tech girl bosses who live in San Francisco and spend a lot of money on rent. Like, I'm not interested. I think there are probably people who have interesting lives. Not everybody's lives is so interesting. They deserve a uh, day in the life video. How could you watch someone with a vocal fry describe their breakfast, lunch, and dinner with that much passion? Which were all catered. Yeah. It's funny how like farmers and homesteaders don't make day in the life videos. Because they're actually living. Probably because they the have too much no, work to so do. There are baby. some fantastic farm talks. There, there's farm a, talk. Oh yeah. There's there there's hilarious and there's actually very good people who are very cool. like uh, not as funny as the ones who like the, the there's like also channels that are dedicated to like pointing out people who are fake farmers who are like farming for clout not farming farming <laughs> yeah, not yeah you're, you're, you have you're, a hobby farm lisa please immediately <laughs> see yourself out so look disney has to start looking at what the hell they're going to do with their projects because you wouldn't have to lay off so many people if you manage to create revenue through your projects which means it's not just no more strange and, world is what it means yeah like <laughs> But it's not just that. It's like if you made more movies that were that became iconic, that could be increased when you add those you stories to the made original content that was yeah. disruptive to culture in a, a thought-provoking way. See, I don't even think do that it. matters to them now because they see no, of they it well no, it's not just about that. They see it as brand connection with their theme parks and they would have to see it as like, look, you can get a new character popular, but that doesn't mean it's popular enough to make it uh, has, a ride. Has yet. theme park attendance yeah. gone back up to post-covid to pre-covid oh, that's, levels? That's going to take a long time. But that's what I mean. For, for if, if their theme parks are so important then why did we not see people yep. just scurry their way to every Disney theme park in the whole world I don't think they are I've never checked the numbers uh, if the theme parks were what were deciding what leads content that would be a different story but I don't think that's yeah. the case they're just being led by whatever they think is easiest and which stuff that they think will win them the most sort of like aristocrats without sequel. without the, the disrupting the content right he's going I mean I feel like aristocrats they're gonna ruin because they're gonna try and insert all kinds of politics <laughs> on it I don't know if you've watched aristocrats recently I have seen it at least two times a year ever since I got younger wow. sisters oh yeah because I have younger si siblings yeah and mm -hmm. there is a song in the Aristocats there is no way they're remaking. And I'm just well, leaving it at that. What is it? There's like <laughs> a vague, you can't just stereotypical leave it at Asian cat in it. No, yeah. Yeah, 110%. Yeah. Oh, wait, I remember yeah. that. It's a classic song. <laughs> um, you know, I don't think they're going to do it again. Yeah. I think that they would not make that. We're going to get like all the headlines like, we're updating Aristocats to fit modern sensitivities <laughs> but what young people fair, are looking for right that now. That song is what shows a lot of diversity. To be fair, again, they're all cats, so it's sort of stupid anyways. Yeah. But I, I think there are... 
things Disney could do that they just won't do because they are too afraid of being denounced by culture. And so they have put themselves in this box where they can't make anything new and exciting. People are losing interest. People did not return to the theme parks the same way. Their merch will sort of linger forever, but not if they keep wrecking it by making these terrible remakes. You see the, uh, have you seen the meme of like the, it's like the, the big black bear against the back of a truck and a guy's like behind him and says, it looks like he's being arrested. It says, you wouldn't do this if I was a polar bear. <laughs> I think we just need more racially stereotyped cats. That, is that is that what we need? We no, need we're gonna get rid of all of them, <laughs> ruining our culture. I'm just kidding. Look, after this, they're gonna come for all, all of the. You know, what I would like them to do actually is go really funny and make remakes of the bad straight to DVD animated movies like like Lion King Two, Simba's Pride, or whatever it was. Like, start remaking those because eventually they're never going to make new stuff. And all the new stuff that they make does, the new stuff does fine. Like, when people. I just don't get Moana it. did fine. And, like, Mo- and Moana. Moana. Encanto did fine. People love Encanto. And both of those were stories that were representative of cultures that hadn't been used before by Disney people. Like, when Disney started, it totally makes sense to me that we're like, what are the white Europeans up to? As probably everyone in the room was a white European. And as Disney increases hiring, you know, people from diverse backgrounds, it would be cool to see them take. Uh, original folklore and story from cultures that they have actual ties to and make it into a story like, I don't remember what it's called, Moana and Encanto. But instead, they're like, well, let's just try to stick with what we already have to profit off the nostalgia, but also wreck it, so therefore ruin the nostalgia and try and make some sort of weird political point. Like, just pick other cultures' folklores and rip them off. That's what that's how Disney made their money. They should stick to Based. it. You're good at that. Keep up with it. I like understand. You, you're good at ripping off. You're not good at remaking. Go back to ripping off, less remaking. 110%. Cultural appropriation. I stand by everything I said. Same. Cultural appropriation is one of the stupidest terms that has ever been used. Never and applies to food. They always, they're always okay with you eating food. Dude, no, no, no. It does apply to food. And in the mouth breathers in my life that use that term... That's what they complain about the I most. I mean, cooking the food, right? Ne- not, not necessarily eating. No, I mean, yeah, cooking it. Yeah, you're yeah. only allowed to, to eat, eat other cultures' foods if you find, like, the authentic uh, mom-and-pop shop, yeah. Uh, you can't make it yourself. Yeah, cultural appropriation. You know, one of, one of my favorite takes is that a lot of people say, like, oh, you know, Chipotle is, like, not authentic like Mexican. I don't it's like, care. It's, it's a burrito. I don't self care. as Mexican food anyway. It's a burrito. <laughs> it's like... like it's not that deep. Like, do you, know? you need like a hunchback abuelita being like, "Ah, mijo, here you go." Yeah, like, they need it to the be thing. more racially I mean, stereotypical for them nice. to believe it. <laughs> well, it who, does help, actually. It helps. Well, what what teenagers are they going to hire for minimum wage to work at these places if they don't have uh, all the the chain restaurants? My key to success for a restaurant is number one: you need to have a uh, old lady that moves at the speed of I don't know something very slow. And but yeah. it's always calling you honey. And then there's a fat guy with a basketball jersey on top of a t-shirt and a cap on, uh, in the register, just being like, hey, okay, twenty dollars, come on, I don't got any all day, blah blah blah. Like those yeah. two, for some reason, is a divine duo yeah. of people. I don't know why. And the cooks, uh, like at most American restaurants, the cooks in the kitchen should be on drugs. 
Is it in most places? Yes. Okay, I'm not sure about that I'm part. I'm kidding. He's uh, not kidding. He's right. No, like your your average line cook is is lit. Like, it's a it's, it's a coked out I mean, Mexican look, guy. I mean, like no, 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 no. Just a, any high school or or, co- or like college age kid or somebody who didn't go to college. I do not endorse in, this. I'm not. I, I'm just saying. I'm telling you what it is. I'm not saying. Brett's saying that's what drug it addicts be. need lawful Everyone employment. Needs Otherwise, <laughs> what are they going to turn to? Everyone needs Fair. jobs. That's what I'm I saying. I almost see like an argument for what you're saying, but I can't say I'm 100 percent behind it. I'm 100 percent. Behind no, it's uh, you know your average line cook. Look, I've been there. I've been there. So, all right, uh, we got a couple of super chats there, Mary. Corey Anderson said, "How many crisis parties to get a HCB and Mary Jello wrestling match?" Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Has, hashtag, you're my boy, Blue. Uh, <laughs> I don't you're my boy, it. Blue. It's um, from uh, a great movie, but it's a mean thing to say. Right? Um, so so how many, I, I, think, I think it would be 500 million crisis parties. Never. I would never do that. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, 500 million no. is not an attainable number. No, I wouldn't even do it if you got that. Okay. Klaus Schwab is about to, <laughs> to tune in yes. and yeah. cause some some chaos. So Alex making beds and writing novel on the side said yesterday's topic, Alex, I choose you. Alex use five dimensional alien speech. Oh no, Chank is pulling horses privates <laughs> and uses it to gain confidence. Are you guys good? I don't know what's is going on. Is this a cry for help? <laughs> I don't. Was that person dictating a super chat? What? And then like, yeah. we're listening to something weird in the background. Yesterday's topic? What was the topic? I'm so confused right now. Thanks for the super chat. I'm yeah. you. Every day after the show ends, I have no idea what we just said. No idea what we just talked about. A lot, of, dude. It's it's so funny. Like it's it's like a weird like response. Like somebody like like I could get like a tweet or a, an Instagram message like ten minutes later. Like, dude, I really agreed with you, what you said here. I'm like, yeah, like what? What? I, like I, 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 I don't what? know what you're talking about but i mean usually if they can then like intimate to me like what the, what they're talking what i was talking about then i'm like oh okay i remember that but it's like i need more of a clue than just like i agree with this point because the point is so like you you say so much in the course of a two-hour span i think the only thing i i've ever remembered discussing on the show is when ian was describing like hitting a deer that was the best. <laughs> and then then looking each other at the eyes and how he cries over that one song. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was what was the one. name of that song again? Uh, a Thousand Years. A Thousand Years. By Christina Perry. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I just pulled over on the side of the road and just bawled my eyes out. Have a good cry. You know? <laughs> Drew Outstanding in Field said, with as much detail proved to me the Fast and the Furious OG is or is not a reboot of Point Break OG would like to have your all takes on it. Uh, I haven't seen the original Point Break in years, but yeah, I guess there's some similarities in the fact that he's like an FBI agent who goes undercover with a, a band of criminals. Yeah, yeah, there's there's connections there. But the question is then, is Paul Walker, was Paul Walker akin to Keanu Reeves? I don't know if I would go that far. Keanu Reeves is a legend. Paul Walker's a legend in his own right. I don't know. Maybe have to rewatch. It'd be interesting to rewatch them side by side and like uh, on the same screen at the same time and see where they intersect and where they don't. 
Both fantastic movies, though. Well, right, Deep fake technology. Yes. Which one are you up to? Five. I've got sort of You're stuck. up to five? Yeah. Wow. I got sort of Impressive. stuck, and I don't want to keep going, but I will eventually. <sighs> it's going to happen. Mary, do you have a, a Harry Potter update? Has there been a Harry... Has there been a lull? I don't know. We're just torturing I might these be girls. on five on that, too. <laughs> yeah, you're making, some, you're making some progress. Yeah, but I have less to That watch. was my favorite book. Five. Really? Five was solid. The book, yeah. Uh, we got a $20 one there from San Francisco Sanchez Jr. YouTube has eyes on Timcast, but F them, do your thing. I don't know what Timcast is. That sounds new to me. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what that is. This is Pop Culture Crisis. This isn't Timcast. I haven't heard it's, of that. It's, it's, Such younger siblings it's, over here. Yes. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I, I don't even know who that is. Disco Jensen said, I saw special features footage on DVD of Victoria Alonso going on about CGI over makeup and actor, and it made her seem insufferable. Uh, wait, no, about well, what? Confirmed. CGI over makeup and actor? You know what? Like CGI is more important. Uh, and I don't have that article anymore. I I literally just had that article the other day about how digital Marvel, cosmetics, about digital cosmetics from Marvel, and all of like they're not even. It's not even just CGI anymore. They're like, are you ugly? Well, we can help. And like that's the basically yeah, like, like they don't have to do and makeup. Don't need to be good looking anymore. Well, and they they don't like like they can go into work and they don't need to like uh, put makeup to get rid of the bags under your eyes because they can just do it in post production now through easier? AI through AI modeling. God, uh, but I feel like that yeah. must be so upsetting when you like see yourself on screen and you look great and then you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, why do I look so terrible? That's sort of like disconcerting way of, or like, you know, those paparazzi shots where they're like, they're just like us. And it's like, actually, because she looks terrible, you don't really know what she looks like. <laughs> and you're going to get tons of these articles that are like, female celebrity looks awful. Male celebrity seems like he's really going through it. You know, they put out these things mm -hmm. or like gained weight, looks tired. I don't know, whatever else. And it's like, the, yeah, because I never looked the way you think I looked because it was always fake. Well, the yep. big one for them was it was uh, everyone accusing Nicolas Cage of having fake abs for the Ghost Rider movie. And he's like, I'm never working out for a movie again because I got into shape. And they're like, you faked it. Why would I work out again and put myself through all that if they're just going to tell me I didn't do it for real anyway? Sometimes the face tuning on like the Kardashian selfies really just makes no sense to me because I know that they are in shape. Yeah. So they're using Facetune to just make themselves look not human anymore. <laughs> well, they're they're kind of not human. Like anymore. in paparazzi photos, they're they they look really good. You don't need to to edit your rib cage out of existence. Yeah, but know? it's like that's how <laughs> Where are wired their brains are. Like even when they started looking like perfect, like airbrush, smooth skin, whatever else. Their brains eventually are so dominated by uh, self-doubt and like being insecure, ultimately, that they look at it and they say like, oh, actually, I'm finding fault. Actually, that's not enough. Like the yeah. culture of like, I need to look better. I need to look better. I need to look even better. Like I'm starting to see faults with myself, especially when you're looking in the mirror and you don't look that way. Like there's no way not to breed just an insane sense of uh, body dysmorphia. Why really. is it either that or I look perfect no matter what, you bigot? Like why is it either an excessive self-hatred or uh, you know, accept how I look no matter how I look? Amelia Clark is the answer. She's the only one who seems to be giving a normal response to this stuff. Francisco Sanchez mm -hmm. Jr. said... Hey, Mary, when you said cast in my previous super chat, the sound cut off. Uh, Check your sound. Um, I definitely said it, but I hope our sound is okay. Okay. But Tim cast. Tim cast. 
there. Okay. Damn, they're getting a lot of promo today. Yeah. <laughs> hate when that happens. Hate giving, I hate giving no free clout. No free clout from us, No guys. free shout outs. All right, guys, we're going to hold off on the rest. We will come back. Mary, why don't you tell us about the, uh, the ski caper of yeah. the century? The, <laughs> the Gwyneth Paltrow ski accident trial, I think, is so much better than the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial because the stakes are lower and we're all just free to, <laughs> to breathe and just relax and, and find this funny without any strings attached. I, I don't know if it was Andrea on Twitter the other day or Jamie, but one of them said, like, I love how she's not even trying to look like she understands what normal people, a normal person's life is like. <laughs> she's just, she's an elitist and she knows it. Like, she, she's just in court looking just no, yeah. completely inaccessible to the I average think, person. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people have always liked about Gwyneth Paltrow is that she, like, makes no overtures toward being, like, relatable. Uh, <laughs> like, she knows that she's uh, elegant and, like, elevated beyond the rest of us. And it's part of what she's selling, right? Yeah. I mean, all of a lifestyle brand. Else. I just it's the lifestyle a... of, like, an elite, semi-crunchy, super wealthy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, I need you guys to explain me crunchy. Can somebody explain to me crunchy? I have a different definition from you guys, I think. Okay. Can, can well, I just heard the, the term in 21 Jump Street the other day. It's not that new of a term. It's just you know someone who's kind of Granola. hippie but they're but they're they not like all natural things okay. they are yeah. uh in touch with sort of you know more holistic efforts to heal stuff like that but in this case jen gwyneth paltrow will tell you you should uh push a jade egg somewhere because it has healing properties and probably also still gets botox i like that we call her classy and she has like a vagina candle yeah. her net worth is now <laughs> is now greater <laughs> than that of robert downey jr almost exclusively because of goop it took yeah. me a minute because to put this together but it's called goop because that's her her initials with an extra o in the middle oh what? I, I don't know what, what the her hell name is the second o stand should have called it gop the, yeah is it just gonna be <laughs> the gop the grand old party like that's what she wanted i don't that, know she like sued the gop she's like you give me um, those letters but anyway uh, there's actually a term called long gop high def which was a, a, a type of high definition they used to use on tape cameras back in the day where every every other frame is high def okay the film school in, in between we're not <laughs> <laughs> um so here's here's the gist of it this happened seven years ago um and this has been a, a brutal legal battle ever since i suppose this guy terry sanderson allegedly crashed into gwyneth paltrow on a ski slope in utah seven years ago and initially he wanted to sue her for $3.1 million in damages. And now, over time, it's been whittled down to only 300000 in damages. Ruthless. She is countersuing for a dollar, just one dollar, <laughs> plus all of her legal fees. So it's going to end up in the six figures anyway. It's a high-stakes lawsuit for that reason. But it does give her the appearance of taking the high road. Yeah. Um, so here was her testimony the other day. She said, I was skiing and two skis came between my skis, forcing my legs apart. Here's where it gets a little bit spicy, guys. I, this is like ski trial gone sexual. <laughs> and then there was a body pressing against me. Uh, there's a $20 super chat. Uh, read that first so we can come back okay. to this. <laughs> Old Warrior 34 said her reasoning for the extra letters is that successful internet companies have two O's in them like Google or Yahoo. I wish I was kidding. Oh my goodness. Thank that's you really? for sharing. Thank noticing you. Pattern. I was just, telling you. That's funny because I was just listening to this in-depth multi-part review of her goop 
uh, docu-series that came out like a few years ago about her company and her company culture and like her and her employees going on this like self-discovery journey doing like ice baths and fasting mm-hmm. and all of these like naturopath they, they like took literally a, a workshop course on masturbation it what? It was a lot. Yeah. Poop culture crisis. Uh, where do you sign up for that? Goop I'm, I'm culture. Just to, to the, the do you need a lesson? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it was females only. No! Uh, I mean, anyway, even better. Can you tell me where to sign up for that? She yeah. said, then okay, there was creep. a body pressing against me and that Terry Sanderson was making a strange grunting noise and she initially God. thought that it might be a sexual assault. She said he was making some strange noises that sounded male. She's had seven years, and this is the story she comes up with. Nice. Somebody also pointed out in the chat, two O's, uh, Tim Pool. Two O's and Tim Pool. Wow. Oh, okay. It it, it keeps going. She said, my brain was trying to make sense of what was happening. I thought, is this a practical joke? Is someone doing something perverted? (laughs) I mean, just the fact that she would even go there in her mind uh, is so funny to me. Like... He wouldn't have even known whether you were a woman or a man if you're wearing, if you're Depends on the ski on what she's slope wearing. many like miles said, away in a snowsuit. Ski too. It's it's literally hashtag ski too. Yep. Like, <laughs> I don't know what yeah. kind of snowsuit were you wearing. Yeah, it's a, well, she shouldn't have been dressed like that. Yeah, right? we're, but how were you dressed? Was it a form-fitting? It's a joke. She's <laughs> gonna tell our lawyers. I can't be alone in a room with this guy. Anything could happen. So this was a seventy-year-old. Yeah, and this was a seventy-year-old retired optometrist, <laughs> and I'm just picturing him just flying through the icy air, breathing heavily, and just ready to assault the next person in his brand, in his, in his brand in his new, I'm, I'm picturing brand new skis brand new jacket he goes once every couple of years with all brand new gear mm-hmm. like just a total poser i love it yeah um neither of the people in, in this situation are exactly relatable to the average person um she said she was very upset and yelled at him you skied directly into my effing back and then she really she... shouldn't have been stopped on a mountain <laughs> Like, she shouldn't have. Well, we don't know if she was stopped because that's the point of contention. He's saying he had the right of way. She's saying she had the right of way. He claims she was paying attention to one of her kids who was further down and that she shouldn't have been in the way. But then if this was a situation where they were in cars, he would still be considered at fault because if you're following behind someone and you rear-end them... This it, is my favorite case. You. This is so much better than Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. There's Not just, really. There's a, no, there's there's so little for me to actually latch on to here. I actually like it more that I don't relate with either of these people. Like, I wasn't even, like, growing up in Minnesota, my brother skied, but, like, I, I played hockey, so I couldn't, like, we couldn't afford to do two hobbies that cost money. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't do both. So, like, I, I played hockey, my brother skied, so I don't uh, relate to that. There's also that meme, it says, like, uh, you're rich, some, like, a rich person will just look you in the eye and ask something crazy, like, do you want to go skiing this weekend? <laughs> like, it, it is, it, it It's is. not even that I think skiing is something you have to be rich to do. It's yeah. the fact that they were at this very high-end ski resort. Yeah. Um, that probably had a chalet. But the, uh, <laughs> the what was based about the chalet, Amber Heard yeah. and Johnny Depp trial. I have no idea. <laughs> Was that no it, clue. 
One's you, French, one's Swiss. You would get these like voice messages with Amber Heard being absolutely cartoonish, being like, and then I'm gonna do this, and no one like, will believe you. Ha ha ha! Like, like. What if he, what if what if somebody comes out with him being like, and my um, dog stepped on a bee? Uh. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I don't understand why this is. They, oh, Mary, why they both oh, have uh, you got a twenty dollar one? Hold on. Alex uh, Frefrickson said. Y'all need to check out JonTron's video on Goop Comedic Gold. Keep trucking, guys. Appreciate the content. Well, thank you. You're and welcome. Like, like Goop, like just that name alone. It's like Gak. Do you remember Gak? I the 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 think the, so? the substance. I remember Flom. At that, than I there was a time Gak. they were definitely trying to poison every kid on the planet with some type of substance that they were hoping they would. Well, eat. they still are. That was de that was definitely like a. Oh, a ploy. We have um, videos from court, by the way, to react to. I just want to give you guys a sense for how Gwyneth Paltrow comes off on the stand. Okay, so here is the <laughs> you skied into my effing back video. Furious, you skied directly into my effing back at the top of your Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Well, in fact, you were screaming that so hard, you were worried that Moses was hearing you. <laughs> Dude, what? I'm sorry. She's worried her kid was hearing her. I'm sorry. I love that she was like, sorry for the bad language. Hee hee. Like, I love <laughs> Like, that's like. I just love this affect. I don't know how, up. if it's, if crunchy means that she's crunching up her Xanax, but her <laughs> eyes are, her eyes are low. She's crunchy and a naturopath. Like, she was on CBD gummies. <laughs> Come on, bread. And you get know that. <laughs> and what then we I have, a, we have another um, clip that. Is it from the same? It uh, wasn't from the same thread. But it was the okay. It was the one that says, yeah. "Frankly, I don't want this trial to ever end." Yeah. Okay. Here we was go. The, I saw one of this this girl, the prosecutor in the powder blue suit, who looks like she's straight from the eighties. <laughs> well, she looks being like, like. So would you say you're good friends with Taylor Swift? And like, yes, <laughs> this was like a five minute. That's line a whole of other thing. Yeah. And everyone was like, "What is the relevancy of this?" She's, I think I just I need to know. This she said prosecutor, <laughs> this prosecutor is definitely getting a, a hoot and a holler out of just being in yeah. a celebrity <laughs> trial of any kind she's and like, talking to Gwyneth Paltrow. She's got pictures she's of Camille starstruck. Vasquez like up on her wall. She's like, "I'm gonna she be the next Camille Vasquez." Yeah, wants to be the next Camille Vasquez. There is a twenty dollar one right there. Uh, Philip Reed said, "Everyone rate this pickup Ooh. line." Damn, you look like the reason behind my next visit to the psych ward. What's um, your name? Nice. This is six, um, I think. Uh, I don't know who. I, 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 I think is you come off as a red flag. Yeah. yeah. So it depends the... on what, what energy you're trying to give off here. I can't if give you want advice. A... Wait, what? I can't give advice, but there's this amazing YouTube channel of this guy who does uh, courteous pickup. He, he shouts courteous pickup lines with a megaphone. This is discourteous. Yeah, but I'm right? saying like, but maybe that's what you need like, to go for. You look like, like you like crazy toxic people. This yeah. is either discourteous or incredibly self-aware. Yeah. I'm unstable. I want to be upfront about it. I also want to hit on you. Hmm. It's like a guy. That would be better than this line. The guy's like, damn girl, you. it looks like you know your Wi-Fi password by heart. And like, like he just says like really polite things Brett, to when people. are you going to use these pickup lines uh, on women in the wild i will i will have to work on that when someday. when when uh when, i can't when, i can't give a number when. i can't tonight back to back no, to i need, back to I, need Camille Camille I need to know the day that you are breaking i'm out still these waiting lines. for the movie theater pickup line i, I know uh, we've what? got a bunch and you're just not following through <laughs> i know I'm, what's the movie theater pickup line what was that one again hey i, I thought snacks weren't allowed in the theater oh that's when you ask her to see oppenheimer with you dude i am smitten by that one yeah and i was like brad i like one 
when are we doing this? And he was like, I'll do it. And I was like, okay, when? He's like, oh, don't, don't question me. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Roadkill. Ha, ha, ha. He had, like, a ton of excuses. Like, well, if you come with me to the theater, I mean, it'll seem that. weird. I'll seem creepy. If I go by myself, I'll seem weird. I can't go to the theater. I've got to skate. I'm very, very busy. Busy, 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 busy. Can't do it. Bye. I feel very judged right now. I know. I am judging you openly. <laughs> this is 100% what's happening. It doesn't seem healthy. I'm feeling very judged, and frankly, I don't think that's very fair. I can't remember the comedian's name, but he had this thing where he was like, you don't want your kids to be bullied in school, but you don't want them to be not bullied Seriously. at all. You yes. want them to be bullied just the right amount, and that's what we're trying to hit here. I want you to feel some pressure <laughs> to go out into the world and meet a nice lady Why? and become the ultimate hockey dad that you are born to be. Well, hockey. Oh. See? It's sweet, right? Mary, I want you to have a family. let us continue with fake Camille Vasquez. Oh, yes. Play the clip. All right, here we go, guys. See that diversion? I just want everyone to notice this. It's fantastic, wasn't it? We're wearing goggles and helmet. Yes. <laughs> like everybody else on the slope. <laughs> That's always my... She's so she's, starstruck. She's, Look at her face. She's right out. No, she looks like she she's. Is. Does anybody here remember the movie 10 Things I Hate About You? It looks like the counselor that they keep sending Cat uh, to go see, the one who's writing the erotic novel in her office. She looks <laughs> like her. They had a better ski outfit, though. I guess. I oh, my God. I mean, she's trying yeah, to make I it seem like you are. I'm just under five. I think I'm shrinking. I'm so jealous. I have to oh wear four-inch heels just to make it to five. So no, I think she's trying to like present her being as like being unrelatable, right? I literally can't hear it. Yeah. Neither am I. I was yelling at him. Pretty loud. Pretty forceful. I was pretty upset. Right? You're yeah. small but she's mighty. She's so cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> like... Actually, you're not that small. And I'm she's 5'10". She's not that small. Assuming... You're both here. <laughs> that you're a good tipper. <laughs> yes. okay. Fantastic. I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> well, see, now she just lost the foreign audience. They hate tipping, so. Yeah. I no, this. I mean, I think she's being weird, but also, what are the odds that she's got this defense where she's like, you're like, how tall? 5'10"? Wow. Like, wow. you're so special. You're you're tall. I don't even get to be that tall. Oh, and you have a better ski outfit than everyone on. Like, you're pretty special. And at one point, Gwyneth Paltrow can be like, I mean, I... I am pretty special. You're right. I am. I am special, and therefore I deserve special treatment. And then this girl's gonna be like, "So you did hit him, and you thought you could get." Is away it with that, it. or does she just want to get lunch with Gwyneth Paltrow? She so and this wants is her I can't of tell, it. and I, that's why I wonder if she's trying to lull Gwyneth Paltrow into like this sense of security, so that she can be like, you know, like Gwyneth Paltrow won't An ambush. try. Exactly. <laughs> like maybe this '80s lawyer is really good. Some guy's paying her to flirt with Gwyneth Paltrow, basically. But that, yeah, this guy is watching his defense and he's like what the it's fuck? that meme where it's like if your lawyer's just like this you're going to jail like yeah for sure <laughs> but it makes me wonder like maybe she's trying to get Gwyneth Paltrow to just be like oh well I really think he should have you know been more careful and I didn't really need to pay attention and like slip up you know what I mean yeah. instead of being like just like oh I'm just like a nice calm blonde you're, you're coming at this from the 4D chess perspective yeah. and I'm coming at this from the smooth brain <laughs> um, perspective maybe it's just her outfit like I, I i'm she's throwing me off so much by like having this this powder blue jacket on like kind of an 80s aesthetic but then it does make gwyneth paltrow seem sort of even more elite and unrelatable in the room right like if you have sure. to compare these two women i don't know maybe that's it's a, a great question lawyer. about taylor swift she said are you good friends with taylor swift oh and God. paltrow said i wouldn't say we're good friends we're friendly i've taken my kids to one of her concerts before but we don't talk very often how, and how then, far apart in age are they they got to be at least 15 years apart in age. then she 20, said yeah. uh 
it, she asked if Gwyneth Paltrow had given Taylor Swift, quote, intimate gifts for Christmas. What are we doing? And this is, this is a reference to an ad for Goop in mm -hmm. which uh, Gwyneth Paltrow sent a vibrator to Taylor Swift as a Christmas gift. But this line of questioning was promptly uh, halted by the judge. We have so the, we, didn't, we didn't ever find out. I don't uh, know if that's what this picture was from, but somebody had this picture in the chat where it says uh, the, pla <laughs> the plaintiff's lawyer on Instagram one week after the case adjourns and they just show like a, a pla like a package, looks like a care package from, from Goop, Goop featuring like, uh, it says, this smells like Kim's orgasm. Oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it says, the, uh, okay, yeah, you can, you can read it. Uh, very polite. It's just, this whole thing doesn't make sense to me because I feel like a retired optometrist going to a luxury ski resort can pay his medical bills just fine and it's not worth the trouble. I know, right? It's been seven no, years, that's bro. That's my thing. Like, okay, <laughs> either one of them could have settled out of court by now. Yeah. Like, why are we going to trial over this? It's, it's the been principle. a long time. It's the principle. That's what it has thing. to be. And in some ways, I want to hear this optometrist just, like, be like, my favorite part she is was like terrible. The... She was rude. She uh, hurt me. And I don't think we should let celebrities get away with this. And then middle America is suddenly like, what? I identify with this rich optometrist. He needs to hire you, apparently. There was a, like, they said that he sent a, uh, an email to his daughter that says, look, I'm famous after this happened. And they're like, why would you send an email with that, uh, with that headline? But he it? would have had no idea that it was Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. while he was on the slopes. You no, know? But, but he sent the email afterwards. Now I yes. can't, now I can't find but it. But he was yeah. mad regardless of who it was. He yes. was going to sue no matter what. It just turned out it was Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. I also love that like there's articles that are like, look what Gwyneth Paltrow's worn during court. It just proves that nobody... Yes. Like <laughs> I wanted to do an outfit review because she's, her outfits have been great. And I, I know we psychoanalyzed Amber Heard's outfits as well and her... The way she did her hair and her makeup. I do love the, the Dahmer glasses. She's looking glamorous. That's the picture I was talking about where it, she, where it looks like that's her seeing like you just mixed up Chateau and Chalet. Like she's like, yeah. how dare, <laughs> how dare you? I'm telling you, this this 80s lady lawyer is dressing this way on purpose to contrast. Look at those boots. Paltrow. So she that looks, looks sick. So she looks less relatable. I love She uh, looks too fashionable to be relatable. Yep. Well, yeah, I don't that's think... what Amber Heard was going for. Kind of a, a frumpy. flustered, frumpy look. Well, you're supposed she's to always stressed. wear blue. You're supposed to always wear blue because blue is relatable. Her makeup looks bad because she's yeah. been crying the night before. And but, uh, but her hair is all a mess. It didn't work. She was trying to be too much of a librarian. Whereas, like, I yeah. commend Gwyneth Paltrow for being like, look, this is just the way I am. And I'm going to try and, like... Because if she suddenly came in looking really dowdy, everyone would be like, mm, don't think that's... What, who you are. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like how uh, when Lana Del Rey got accused of glamorizing abuse in her songs, she said, I'm not glamorizing abuse. I'm just a glamorous person singing <laughs> about my experiences. Nice. <laughs> I don't think that's a terrible take. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned the Kibbe uh, body types uh -huh. the other day. And like one of the things that this comes up is like, different silhouettes and different fabrics and different things look different on different body types. So like you could have two people wearing a leather jacket and one person looks just very chic and stylish and one person looks really edgy. And I think it's similar with Gwyneth Paltrow. Like she just naturally has sort of an elegant bone structure. So she looks glamorous even when she's selling stupid candles. <laughs> uh, that, that's just the way she carries herself. And so I think Amber Heard similarly has a very like, uh, alluring look and so when she tried to dress like a school marmy teacher it just didn't come off she came across as like looking uncomfortable and out of place my my guess is that anytime you buy that turtleneck right there it comes with a live laugh love plaque 
Yeah. No, like, I think that's I, don't, I think that's way too expensive for your home goods live laugh love then, plaque. Then then a very expensive live laugh love yeah. plaque. It probably uh, comes live, with Live like, Laugh Love Prosper. I live Laugh Love is a state of mind. Yes. It's not, uh, live Laugh Love uh profit. That's that's what I, it is. I think that Gwyneth Paltrow is just receiving a lot of uh undeserved backlash right now. Where just is because that from, she by said the way? that we should drink coffee and bone broth for breakfast doesn't mean she has an eating disorder. And she obviously was attacked maliciously on the ski slope seven years ago. By a, by, and, by a very vindictive, yes. retired optometrist. Yes. <laughs> I want to know what she was saying seven years ago. Because, like, when did the sexual, like, I thought it was a sexual assault story come from? Like, well, she's just saying, like, oh, like, at first I was worried that, you know, he was. But what did she know. say? Like, because like, he was just going to attack her right there on the slopes. Seven, Men have been emboldened these days. This has been seven years in the making. Obviously, at some point. I assume her story has changed to come up with this. I They're probably dating. It. This is how the we can It's Even just better. like how everyone thought that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were getting back together during the trial, but had to keep it a secret, and then they would just share the many, the damages afterwards. I mean, um, they still could. Uh, 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 the it's hawk, not out of the question. I'm checking. I was checking the um, the pop culture crisis discord and he said that the the super chat was a play-by-play -play for celebrity fight i'm just uh, i'm keeping track of them they're they're having their own discussion in the they're like get the, out of discord. here leave us alone they, they just want to be left alone look and that's what gwyneth Don't paltrow wants she just wants to be left alone with her millions of dollars and then also her children apple and moses uh, and course. her husband are also expected to testify soon so this is just going to be She like had nightmares for weeks yeah. after that man tried to assault her on the slopes. It was like, uh, I wonder what, I wonder what like rating it was. It was definitely not a black diamond. I know that. Had to have been a bunny hill. Had to have been a bunny hill. I mean, yeah, he's pretty old. He's old. I don't know if he can handle the, <laughs> the more challenging slopes. All right. Now that we've discussed that thoroughly, thoroughly important topic, Mary, we've got some super chats. Jacob Edler said... I took a 10% pay cut to get a new job where I actually did things. I couldn't live with myself just leeching off a company and learning no transferable skills for my career. Where has ambition gone? Uh, I actually kind of identify with that. Like when, when I started here, I was originally doing stuff for the vlog and doing secondary camera work and stuff on the weekends. And I jumped at the opportunity. Well, actually, no, I, I, I didn't want to be on. So say, Brett did I, not jump at the I wanted to be doing more. I just didn't want to be doing more on camera. I, I didn't like the idea of being in front of the camera. I still don't, to be completely honest. Uh, uh, I'm not a huge fan of it. But like, I wanted to be doing more than what I was doing at the time. So I, I understand that sentiment entirely. No, yeah, you're right. I did not exactly jump. It was the opposite of jump. I actually dug my heels in. Brett, you wanted <laughs> to continue working hard. Just but not in front of the camera. Did not like the proposed suggestion. And anyways, here we are on pop culture. Exactly, prices. yeah. Fast they're like, forward. They're like, that's a, that's, they're like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. But go do it. At one point, I think yeah. Brett suggested that he like talk, but not be on camera. I, I just didn't want to be on camera. I, he like fought. No, it no, no. I, originally, I, produ I I suggested it as an audio podcast only because mm -hmm. audio, like that was when learning more about the business, found out that audio podcasts have the highest rate of return on ads and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And there wasn't anything in this sphere that was ads only, and we weren't live at the time, so there wasn't other ways to monetize or make revenue. Brett just wanted to keep all his beauty to himself. Yeah, that's He right. won't hit on girls at movie theaters. <laughs> yeah. He won't use these pickup lines he's clearly studying. Come on. He won't you go can't on even, camera. You can't even use that as they go into the theater. You have to use it right as they walk in the building because you're like, no snacks coming in. From that's outside. when you hold the door open yeah, for her like, as she's girl. coming so toward the door. Not only are you a gentleman, you have a great. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I don't understand what's happening, bro. Ladies, Why? ladies, let's not roast my boy online. That's my okay, job. Okay. But you're engaged, Dane, and you didn't get engaged by not doing anything, right? I feel like I'm your mom and you're home for the holidays. I'm like, when are you going to get on the, what yeah. are you going to do this? Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. I feel like someone should do it. Yeah. If <laughs> I didn't think you had a chance, I wouldn't do it. And I think that would be worse. You'd be more insulted. <sighs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> Wayward Soul said, watched evil on Paramount Plus. Bad guy in episode two is R-ism? Uh, SMDH. Uh, I'm 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 scrolling up to Rism? to find Rism. This one. It's like it. when you have too Racism? much charisma. The Rism's drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Anderson said, "Sorry, HCB and Mary, I was just joking. Who has a hairier chest, Brett or Dane?" I'm not offended. Don't worry about it. Uh, we are not going to Does opine chest, on Brett? that. No. Francisco okay, Sanchez well, Jr. This will never know. Or sorry, uh, X said. Crunchy is between hipster and hippie. All right. That well, seems right. That's That seems about right. In Colorado, well, it's like a hippie that's like not, not not the smoke weed hippie, but they like to yeah. cap outside hippie. Yeah, your placenta in capsules It's into hippie. natural. Like they wear clean makeup <laughs> brands, but they yeah. also will splurge on the organic sweater. Like Crunchy has They'll a little. splurge on the organic sweater. Right. Yes. They'll pay $600. That was recommended in the group natural. emailed newsletter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like some parts, I watched this fantastic video about this woman being like, I was a crunchy mom, meaning like she didn't vaccinate her kids and she avoided. Oh, like, like, like uh, do you think those people think of themselves as like OG anti-vaxxers and everybody else now is a well, poser? Then she was yeah. like, <laughs> then she was like, and then I found out that all my crunchy mom friends were were all the isms and and phobias, so yeah. I had to leave it behind, and now all my kids are vaccinated. What? Lots like, of Pinterest. Girl, what is the correlation? An identity crisis. Lots she said Pinterest that it's part pages. of the wellness to white supremacy pipeline. I can never get over this person. Wellness to white supremacy. She said that being on the crunchy is on the wellness to white supremacy pipeline and Gwyneth Paltrow Whoa. has not weighed in on this so she's it's like, sort of like when they say that lifting weights and reading books is actually right-wing conspiracy and uh, uh and yeah and um being aware of time management is also racism yeah they want you to be a dork so hard she was saying like they don't trust the government and that's crazy they don't believe in science and it's like I don't know wellness to white supremacy pipeline I'll never get over that phrase it's pretty solid I love it <laughs> Potatoes for Seamus said, Hi, Mr. Font, HCB and Mary. Hey, Brett. Happy Tuesday. He didn't even uh, he, he didn't even gaslight Tuesday. us on the on the day of the week there. But maybe I, because I was here yesterday, they're hoping it'll trip you yeah. up. That's I met point. him on the Discord uh, this Friday. Yeah. Nice guy. Yes, in the chat. If you're in the chat, there is a Pop Culture Crisis Discord in the TimCast members Discord. A, it's, uh, well, to be more precise about the terminology, there's a... PCC thread within yes. the Timcast Discord. Discord. Yes, correct. It's n- we don't have a separate pop culture crisis Discord. Someday, maybe. Maybe. Someday. Yeah. All right, let's hold off on the rest, and we will okay. come back. All right, guys. So we, we are we are moving on. <laughs> Mary, tell us about this absolutely ridiculous story. This story infuriated Brett uh, and myself. Well, the, the, there's language in here that infuriated me right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is an actress named Victoria Pedretti. She's in You. And uh, 
she decided that, uh, you know, she was having a normal one and she posted <laughs> a nude selfie to her Instagram. As people are wont to do. Yes, as know? attention-seeking Same. actresses are wont to do. Yes. <laughs> and uh, here is her Instagram caption. WTF is partial nudity. Happy birthday to me, middle finger emoji. On my birthday last year, a, quote, well-known actor walked up to me at a party and said, I've jacked off to you so many times. I was shocked by the audacity. (laughs) This is after he expressed how much he respected me as an actor. Well, he he prefaced it, so it's fine. Sometimes, she said, sometimes I enjoy modesty. Sometimes I don't. It's a joke to think that my own modesty will protect me from any disrespect I may experience as a femme body. It's also, a- shout out to my body. I love you. You're mine. Heart why, emoji. Why do they? Why do they fetishize the word body? Like black and brown uh. bodies, femme body. Like- femme as in F E M M E. Yeah. Yeah. It's like folks with an X at the end. It's just you know you have to adopt the lingo. I'm gonna so- put the picture on screen if people want to look at it just temporarily, very quickly. Very that's quickly. The, that's the picture that she posted, ladies and gentlemen. It is blurred out. Technically Instagram safe, but yes. they took it down. And then she posted on her Instagram story about a couple hours ago, which we're going to show. Uh, do we, uh, Oh, I have to actually give me a second. Uh, tell I, Yeah, like I sent, I sent you her Instagram story. She like posted this explanation of it after it was taken down by Instagram. Um, um, I guess that's because uh, Instagram is upholding the patriarchy. But uh, she, I find it interesting, refuses to Um, name the actor. I'm going to refresh this. I'm going to refresh this and then we'll watch it. Here we go. Okay. No, it might not let me. You just need to click view story. This person, if if I ever... I, I can handle it. I don't need his career ruined. He said something really funny. But, she, but she's putting him on notice. Then thinking. Oh. <clears throat> wild that was. So it is pretty wild <laughs> to go up to a chick and say that. And was, especially when it's... No matter what you do, people are going to say terrible things. And they're gonna like. Dude, let your hair down. Weird about the way they talk about women. Oh my god, the male nipple I posted got taken down. After like a year. Instagram is out of control. Yeah, so she did post a male nipple and it did get taken down. Um. I hate these people. <laughs> um, like, look. The, what the guy said was stupid. Can, can we take her nude yeah. off the screen? Yes, off the screen. It's, no, it's, leave it there. It's, it's not. It's not a nude. It's it's bl- it's blurred out. Uh, it's I. It's a nude. It's but out. yeah, it's blurred out. No, no. What? It looked blurred out to me. It is blurred yeah. out, but it's a nude. Okay. So a let's not nude. put it on YouTube. Look, uh, this is I just. Do you see how excited she was to like oh, talk about it? Yeah, I mean she is. This is what I said before we started the show to you, Brett, but I'll I'll repeat it. <laughs> she easily could have replied to this guy. He said, I've jacked off to you so many times. Oh my god. What? She she could have replied to this guy, Oh, I've I've jacked off to the thought of you jacking off to me so many times because she obviously yeah. in this video, her grin says it all. Yeah. She is 
palpably excited and aroused at the, at the fact that this guy objectified her, which is why she is repeating it by objectifying herself on her own platform. Yeah. And you can say, oh, well, it's different because in that way she has control of her her sexual like her her sexual appeal and her body and Not really though it's more of like an act of autonomy and empowerment because she posted it herself yeah. and it wasn't against her will but it's just funny because in that same instagram story she said it started with me wanting to she she deleted this part by the way in the last hour but i remember she posted this she said it started with me wanting to post a nude and then i thought about what i wanted to make the caption and then I remembered my birthday, and I remembered what this guy said, and I just wanted to make this point, but mostly it was about wanting to post my own nudes. So you're literally the horny man inside your own brain, yeah. objectifying yourself. Yeah. It's just like Nina said on Friday, men look at women and women look at themselves being looked at. Yeah. Mm. That's I, a profound quote. It's true. Um, like, I just don't understand the point of posting the, I mean, I understand it. I understand why she did it because she doesn't under, like, I don't think that she gets that what she's doing is hypocritical and weird, mm -hmm. but it is what it is. Like, these are the type of people that you have to understand that celebrities are going to be this way. I just want to know who you guys think is the unnamed, uh, well-known actor. I'm telling you, it's, it's Penn Badgley. That's why his wife is telling him no more sex scenes. But she's saying yeah. they like met at Oh, the guy from you? And wouldn't that would yeah. not be the case because they were already in, in the show? Yeah. Uh, I think this girl is trying to be a feminist while also trying to be a sex object. And that's pretty common. This is not like a nuanced like, yeah. I'm posting my body so I'm empowered. And you guys are crazy that men are having a reaction to it. That I, how, how dare you this? be attracted to me? And no, say I, so. mean, it's I mean, still, it's pretty be, bold for a dude to be like, oh, hey. No one's saying it's normal, but it, it's, it's just like, you're not normal either if you're posting this yeah. dude and complaining about being objectified. I feel Fair. like it is a weird story and that's fine. If she had told this story in a different context, I'd be like, dude, crazy. Like men are, men need to... <laughs> Check Hollywood men, if, right? Even if he thinks he's being funny, because I could see like some com raunchy comedian saying something like this and yeah. being like, especially Louis C.K. Right, yeah. being like, uh, not, not not really a great joke, but like I get that you were trying something, not, not great. It's just the fact that she's like making it about like I love my body and you're mine and this that and the other that starts to sort of lose Ugh. the integrity. Self worship the as a substitute for mm. self respect is like really that's where society's going old. right now. also like, like now they, those are actually interchangeable terms now i think to a lot of people they don't understand that worshiping yourself and vanity are not the same thing as respecting yourself yeah mm. i think if she wanted to post a, a nude picture of herself and she was really like yeah i like my body and i like being able to post whatever like we didn't need this story to justify it right you could just do it that's not that i would approve of it but she doesn't need my approval to live her life uh this she tacks on this story to sort of be like don't i have been through it with men and like you you should look at this as like a pro-feminist thing she doesn't want anyone to say like you're not being an empowered lady because you're just trying to get attention because you're naked because that was actually what she was doing she wanted a positive reaction to a photo that she felt was flattering to her and would get her a lot of attention the other part that's annoying is they say she uh she also wished herself a happy birthday adding a middle finger emoji to drive home the fu tone of her post it's just so western uh, snark and feminism in just American culture to like it just comes off as unbelievably stupid to me. 
But I think we tone. still reward these kinds of posts, right? Like she's still getting a write-up in page six. She's getting all kinds of attention for it. So her ultimate objective to get attention worked. Yep. So oh, yeah. Well, this next generation is absolutely genius at being able to find ways to both objectify themselves and get attention, both positive and negative, which they can turn to benefit themselves through publicity. The thing is, yeah. since like ten percent of the economy is people earning forty grand writing about nonsense, you can say pretty much anything to the ether, and there'll be some mouth breather that's gonna be like, oh, "Could you believe what this person said?" Here's my op-ed. I am that person, except for it's not an op-ed. It's uh, I am the mouth breather. We are the mouth breathers here, talking about it here. In a way, we're part of the problem. We're, we're supposed to have opinions, yeah. not just uh, aggregate. Uh, this person said nor, that. Yeah, nor are we supposed that to be like said this. The, the worst part is that the media now simps for these people super hard. Like, oh my gosh, you go queen. Now all the headlines are gonna be uh, Victoria Pedretti stands up to the haters up to the patriarchy i feel like it's the, the same thing as those headlines that are like kendall jenner is you know post is is on the beach in a spicy new bikini or like whatever like mm -hmm. women daily mail is like half this, daily mail is like half those topics yeah, i mean uh all of celebrity culture knows that if you appear somewhat naked you're going to get attention even though we're overexposed in that content anyways yeah. so I guess in some ways she's putting herself head and shoulders above the other many semi-nude or mostly nude celebrity uh, pictures that went up on Instagram today because she's making it about empowerment and somewhat attacking men for it. And that's how she stood out. Like, so is it... Is, uh, it's not that interesting. I think Hollywood girls would benefit from going back to a more modest culture because then it sort of resets the clock. Like, it's not just like a racy photo in a low-cut dress anymore. It's not just a bikini photo. It's not a lingerie photo. It's that they have to be completely nude to get this kind of reaction. And then they have to add in the political subtext to stand out from everyone else who's doing that. Like, that's pathetic. Come on, team. Let, I mean, me, let me ask a question then. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so she says that his comments to her were uh, audacious, basically, right? Like, how dare he have the audacity to say something like that? Okay. Uh in this context then would her posting this picture not have also been something uh full of audacity if he had not said that first if it was just unprovoked and she posted the picture isn't that also the same that's thing? what i was saying too yeah. like i was saying posting a picture like this uh by the way to a platform which is supposed to be 13 plus not 18 plus <laughs> um is kind of imposing yourself on unwitting people who don't necessarily want to see you naked um, and it's the equivalent digitally of like opening your trench coat and flashing everybody and being like, look at me and also tacking on this like deeper meaning to it, yeah. uh, that you're taking a stand or doing something stunning and brave when it, it's always, you were just very, looking for cheap attention. They love when stunning and brave, uh, requires about as much effort as it is to just take their clothes off and then but take a selfie. I don't think it has the same <laughs> impactful audacity as this story about a guy saying like when he meets her for the first time, oh, I, I've jacked off you. Like, well, how like did, weird and How did he do it? Did he do it for her on the show or did he do it because she was posting pictures of herself half naked on this Instagram? This is why creeps in Hollywood are creeps, Hold on, I just want to finish my point. What I was saying is like she... This statement is crazy. Like if you told, if a guy walked up to any girl yeah, ever and said that, you'd be like, what? It could be, if, if a grocery store clerk was like, this guy just said that he, whatever. It's not, it, her shock value with her like nude photo actually is not there because we are so numb to this now. Yeah. So many celebrities post stuff like that, that but, it's not, it doesn't hit the same shock level. What's shocking about this post is that story because 
it would be so creepy if someone said that to you. It's not the fact that she's naked, it's the fact, and she knows that, that's why she had to attach the story to make it stand out. And that is sad. It's so sad that we are so numb to women being naked that they have to attach it to this greater complaint about our culture. Like that's weird. That's that's so morally corrupt. This it, girl should put her clothes on and have told this story. Is it possible that the the naked photo didn't get all the reactions that she wanted, so she made up someone saying that? Oh, I don't know. I, I get more traction on the pic. Uh, it's also like, Probably? Um, I love the idea that the guy thought he was being courteous by first being like, Hey, but, but trust me, I respect you as an actor. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not, he's like, it's not just that just I'm trying to make an edgy joke. Yeah. It's still inappropriate. He's still still have done it, but like, yeah. you know, it's more of this, like, his bro oh, that told him that would be a, a great pickup line. And well, this is what happens <laughs> when women start acting like men. It's like, you're going to be subjected to the locker room talk that men do but and yeah. then she's not acting like a man she is trying to get attention in a super feminine way which is by showing off her body and men don't have the same outlet so like if she had said to a man oh i jacked off to you all the time people would be like what that's <laughs> vulgar and gross but that's not what she's doing she is trying to show off what a woman she is and also still be like but i'm allowed to do this because men say creepy things and this is me reclaiming my autonomy they're always it's reclaiming your autonomy like it must be it must be difficult to be constantly picking up <laughs> your autonomy over and over and over oh, again. it looks like i dropped my like autonomy I, i've again. once again dropped my autonomy i now have to pick it up again I'm so autonomous i'm gonna pose for you <laughs> like, naked and, and then when you don't pay enough attention to me i'm gonna freak out about it and uh, in young girls everywhere will see this and they will take the wrong lessons from it and they'll say oh, like, yeah. i literally saw fan accounts run by <sighs> teenagers saying like i look up to you so much victoria like we are screwed my friend you inspire me in every way your your naked mirror selfies inspire me to be a real woman and they they posted <laughs> that in a two like a two picture carousel with a yearbook photo of her from when she was like 11 and i was like that doesn't what seem the to hell, dude? be like something that fits together with that person's her. minutes away from joining isis when you do that <laughs> no. really weird by the way i like i i just heard about this but apparently like because of religious discrimination policies on social media there are videos allowed on youtube defending child marriage because of religious reasons yeah. That's true. <laughs> this is like, like, I cover child marriage kind of frequently right now because a lot of states, like West Virginia has this big battle over outlawing, or they, they were having this big battle over outlawing child marriage and the UK passed a bunch of legislation. And it's, we've got one from we Joshua <laughs> Every time you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Proof we are in a points. simulation. This morning I was thinking about how Fast and Furious was point break but with street racing versus extreme sports yes yep. yes it's a, that's what it is so we that, all exist in Joshua okay, continue, continue. <laughs> well when you talk about child marriage right there are people who feel really strongly oh. that marriage age should be 18 uh but there are there's an unwillingness to acknowledge what cultures promote child marriage right and so every once in a while you get a case where it's like some creepy old guy somehow works the legal system to marry someone who's much younger than them. But more commonly, it's uh, certain cultures where they are first generation in this nation or they're immigrants and their parents view it as uh, a part of uh, honor and tradition. And they'll often take them out of the US or out of the UK to get married in their native country. Yeah. And it's just a different Ooh. thing. And it's very difficult. People feel really uncomfortable talking about it because they don't want to seem like they're bigoted and mean to this culture. On the other hand, like, 
what you're saying is that culture doesn't share the values of the West. Yeah. They have values that are different than, than yours. Yeah, here we in the West, we value that. naked selfies to take back your femininity. That's <laughs> sure. what we value here in the West. Love our Western from, values. Or from, from we want to protect children women. unless we think that it might make us look potentially like we think your culture is doing something wrong because we don't want to look like we're judging another culture. Then F them, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, like uh, all, like we're like, yeah, look it up to our culture, our advanced culture, where no name actress number five from the television show You says, "I'm taking back my femininity by posting nudes," because a similarly degenerate male said to me, uh, "I like to jack off to you." They're all degenerates. They're That's all, the truth. They're all, and they deserve each other. She was great on You. She killed the guy for being anti-vaxxer, though. Ah! Oh, really? Well, you know. Yeah, in the show. In the show. In the show. That's crazy. Wait, what? Yep. You For being me. anti-vaxxer? Yep. And I no mean, one talked about this? I mean, the measles vax. Yeah, but still, yeah, yeah. what year was this made? Oh, during the pandemic. And no one talked about this? That's crazy. I talked about it. Bold, at least, hey, at least they went, like, like I'm always talking about how I'm like, you can make analogs to these stories. You don't need to, like, hit the nail on the head quite so much. They made it, like, one step past just making it COVID vax. And, like, somebody's like, well, we can't do COVID vax. And somebody's like, well, I had the measles once. And have I you ever? like, perfect. We'll use that one. Have you ever seen the show on Netflix, The Politician? No. Okay. So that show is basically a spoiler of things to come. And I'll okay. Leave it at that. Okay. Now let me show you. You can't it. say leave it at that. You have to explain Dane, your point. What's your favorite streaming platform? Like, what's your preferred one? What do you mean? The answer do you like is Hulu. Netflix. Do you like Hulu? Do you like uh, Peacock or whatever it's called? I'm the only one who Peacock. Does YouTube count? No. YouTube, it's interesting. Count. No, it, it does not count. But they do make original content for Netflix? YouTube is considered social media still. You can still rent yeah. movies. You can rent movies. YouTube. They all they, suck, honestly. All the, and they're free, yeah. they're free ones. Like if you, you know how YouTube has like a free movie section? Peak. They're all like super edited and bad. Peak Netflix really? was the best when it had everything, but now nothing has nothing. Mm. Uh, Hulu. So they all suck. Hulu is the best streaming service right now. Why? Why? Uh, best selection. What are the... Parameter for best life. Uh, I, I, I should rephrase that. At least to me, it's the best streaming service because it yeah. seems to have the most amount of complete dramas start oh, to finish. Um, so if, if that's your genre, if you're genre specific and you like dramas, uh, it does very, very well there. So I, I watch Hulu more than any of them and I go to Peacock for. Uh, um, a couple of shows I've been You're acting shifty Are they guilty pleasure shows? No, no I've been watching House on Peacock Because I refuse to watch it On Amazon Prime Because Amazon Prime is balls I refuse to watch Amazon Prime On principle Unless it's for like Damn, Certain Yet Jeff you Bezos. pay them <laughs> uh, Well I have Amazon Prime For the Prime part Not for the movies And television part um, I order enough on Amazon Prime to make that worth it. It has to be a package deal. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's what makes it worth it, Amazon right? Prime like, people are stuck with, people are like, I don't even watch you anything on Jeff Amazon Bezos. Prime, I but I get packages delivered in, in like six seconds. And therefore, like, I had one the other day where I finally <laughs> thought I got them. I'm like, something didn't arrive. I'm like, oh, I didn't get it. Nope. It was something here that got screwed up. It wasn't Amazon. Amazon, uh, Bezos don't miss. Dude, apparently. I'm like a Cuban that washed up <laughs> on the shores of Miami. Like, I'm, I'm always. What a fun segue. What? No, because you're you're talking about uh, Amazon and and you made the Jeff Bezos joke. Like when I got to the U.S. and I, I on the first day when I was like 25, I got on an Uber and then I ordered food on like a delivery app and I was like, this is America. I know. <laughs> it's, it's the best country. I swear to God. No way. <laughs> I, I, 
Dude, there's like Facebook posts of me. This um, is the American like, dream, baby. It, it was literally that. I was like, guys, I just read, I just got in a car with a stranger, went to Walmart, which is huge. America. <laughs> open 24. I want. I would do anything for day in the life of Dane when he first moves to America. <laughs> yeah, that, How did that would have been the best day in the life content. How did yeah. it I'm poor. Like that would have been that would have been, there's there was that no video. but like there you was being a, excited about like delivery yeah. service like you being like this Walmart is nuts dude I, it was like, like, your reactions that would have been so fun to watch I was like this target's so fancy uh, so, uh sanity clause <laughs> in the chat says your refusal to watch on Amazon Prime has no meaning if you still if they still get your money I'm I'm not protesting on on means of the service I'm just saying it's bad. Uh, like it's not it I just don't like I it's I don't like the layout I don't like the UI yeah. I don't like the fast forward and rewind buttons and you're not anti-Amazon no I'm not no I'm not like they it. offer a, a superior service to any other uh place delivering your packages and I, I still get like a lot of stuff like uh from eBay like Ooh. I still I still order from eBay but then you're like five days Five days to get here. How am I going to make that? How am I supposed to live last month? And then I'm like, you know, you know how I love, I love capitalism. Dude, I've been scammed from eBay so much. Really? Oh my god, yeah. Because back back in the day, um, that's where the only website where you could buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards, like singles. And I have. Why were you buying single Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Because some are really rare. And they're oh, really good. That makes sense. Like the baseball cards and the Pokemon cards. They and people in oh my god and like negotiating in Puerto Rico is hilarious because because online you'd see like this is worth twenty bucks and in Puerto Rico I'd be like well it's it's thirty to me it has emotional value I'm like I don't know you just everyone's like this uh, snake oil salesman over there. So funny. Shout so what, to what would happen? You would order stuff. Your user yeah, cards get, and they wouldn't show up or yep, something. Get my money stolen. Or this was the worst one, and this was stung so bad. They would send you a printed picture of it. Oh my god! Oh. And they'd be like, uh, "Laminated at least." No, no. And they'd be like, "Read the fine print." I was like, "You knew." You That's crazy. Knew. I'm 14. This was like <laughs> a month's you, allowance. You piece of. This uh, is an investment in my future, and you are seriously. Oh we got uh, we got some super chats, Mary. Yes. Bobcat said, honestly, I think Mary could do a better job pulling off the trench coat and boots look. The question is, how many crisis parties to prove it? <laughs> I don't know. But we don't even have a second crisis party today. Mary, how many crisis parties would it take to, to prove it? I don't know, like five? Five it's crisis parties to, to put like, on clothes. To put, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, ask uh, the, the girl from you. It's not that hard to take off clothes either, especially would rather when you're get trying paid to she, put on and clothes. And she did it for no crisis off. parties. She That's did, crazy. She did it for free. She did it to take back her feminine needs. <laughs> That's why she did it. That joke gets me every time. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. I love it. Corey Anderson said, where is Miracle? You're uh, a little bit late to that one. Bit, you're, you're like a year late on that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's no longer at the company. Yes. Drew Outstanding in Field said, is or is not The Rock film a send-off to James Bond? Mm -hmm. Meaning, is James is John Mason the he who remains of the James Bond dynasty? Very meat it's, super he chat. He said meta also. super chat, I think he meant. Oh, yeah. I was like, what does that mean? Meta super chat. Also, will you all be in Austin for the event too? First of all, I've heard a lot of people that do, in fact, believe that The Rock, uh, because it's got uh, Sean Connery in it, is, in fact, uh, an unnamed James Bond movie. There's actually some really great, like, in-depth video breakdowns explaining to you why that's true. I do recommend looking for those on uh, on the interwebs, on okay. the on the not-streaming service called YouTube.com. 
Um, noted. Noted. Uh, and as for the as for the second part, is anybody here going to the Austin event? No. I am. Not yeah, me. I'm in Nashville. Okay, so you guys okay, well, are not, not Nashville in Austin. Me, me and Dane are gonna have a show for the bros. Here, uh, the boys. Uh, there's a there's this guy who makes these amazing videos. He goes breaking news, and then it, and it cuts to him, and then he just says something. He goes, "Men go another month without." Or he goes, "Another year without bleeding every month." More at ten. And he goes, boys, 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 boys. Yeah, Didn't so. you guys have some like very successful all boys show? A couple yeah, times? They, they always go. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, like, I love it. That's when great. uh, maybe not all boys, but like no, mostly all boys. boys. Yeah, you had like one with like Ian and Dane and you and yeah, but Mary some... wore a mustache, so she was no. One I think of the it was boys. when you were in Ireland last year. He thinks yeah, yeah. 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 You had like a couple all boys shows and. I remember yeah. at least one because Dane was like, I thought you were here for all of the all boy or all no. the all. No, Dane did it was one of them. Um, I did a couple, Ian. and then you got sick, and I came back in. And it was magic. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, so it cool. sounds like fourteenth is a boys, boys, boys day. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Except Ian is not going to be here. I mean, yes. there's boys. We can yeah, get we some boys. Spares. There, there's got to be at least one more boy. Extremely there. male dominated yes. office. You can probably find one. <laughs> you know, uh, this is out of every job I've had. The job with the most males. I'm always the only guy in a team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Always. What's that tell you? I, I don't know. I think this might be the most, like, ratio-wise male male office I've been in. I did work in one. Sounds all like sexism, I ladies in and one, gentlemen. No, no, no. I have a good service. I worked in an all-female office. It was pretty small, yeah. and we had to interview a new candidate for an opening. And I heard my boss, like, someone was like, "So, what about this one? Maybe we should interview this man." She's like, "We don't want a man in the office." <laughs> I, I can kind of appreciate I think the blatant discrimination. In, I kind of appreciate the blatant, like, the lack of caring that anybody heard her. She's oh, dude, like, sure, yeah. yeah. She I, said the, this boss said the craziest stuff. Yeah. Dude, I had a boss that literally told me, "Like, I need you to understand, my objective isn't to." Power women. I hope you enjoy your whatever you're getting paid and your position right now because that's where you're staying. Wow. Like 100%. Yeah. Like, Bosses will say the craziest The stuff wildest you. stuff. And like this person is like the most soulless, golem piece of shit I've ever met in my life. And I remember like the other day, uh, I got a notification that she won some award. For like inclusivity, <laughs> and, of course, they inclusivity, do. but not for you. Yeah. No, but like being like the nicest person ever award. I was like, what? Like the nicest person like, ever. They obviously did not ask for my testimony. Me and me and Mary are. I wrote. I wrote to the people year. that Wait, were what? giving the award. Me and I was you like, were going to win the nicest person, person ever award. Ever like, this why would I win? Me and you both. We're going to both win that award. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't think so. Yeah. No. <laughs> Mary's like, I'm not sure about that. No. Is there any more? I think that's all of them. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, thank you so much. Before we go, ladies and gentlemen, could you hit the like button on this video? Could you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? And could you uh, turn the notification bell on? And uh, that way you get notified every time a live stream goes live or one of our new videos goes live. It helps us in the algorithm. Leave a comment on it. And uh, Hannah Claire, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's well, been fun. How does it feel over in that seat over there? It's good. I like being able to mix it up. I feel like I've done back and forth, you know. Uh, no, but it's been fun. Back to back days with Dane. It's great. Let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at hannahclare.b. You can find me on Twitter at hcbrimo. You should 110% follow at TimCastNews on Instagram and Twitter. It's the best. Otherwise, you should go to TimCast.com, click on the Read tab. You can see all the work from me and our other journalists. It's excellent. Thank you so much. Perfect. Dane, where can they find you? Uh, I would like to be seen... And felt and heard and validated and validated thank you brett yes. on twitter at dane font and now <laughs> i shall spell that out for you d-a-n-e-f-o-n-t perfect mary where can they find you 
You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived and send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. Perfect. Guys, again, thank you for joining us today. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasivik on both. This channel is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to listen to this podcast rather than watch it, it is on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. And if you'd like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram at PopCultureCrisisPod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.